Sometimes the world just needs a hero to help cut through all the noise. Well, now you have two. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to yet another episode of the Heroes of Noise. I'm one half of this dynamic duo. My name is Steve. Hey, what's going on, everybody? My name is Dan. It's episode 183, just in case you were wondering. Welcome to the big show. Steve, I'm ready to have some fun today, man. Can you tell in my voice how, how excited I am today? You're very chill. You're very chill. Is it chill, chill really? I thought I was, uh, I th- really thought I was projecting some type of an energy there that was going to inspire you to maybe perhaps create the greatest show we've ever done today. Hey, you know what, dude? Even though I'm under the weather, it's going to, it, it, it could definitely happen. Now, spoil- definitely spoilers, happen. ladies and gentlemen, that's not going to happen today. You're not going to get the best show we've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee it. <sighs> Steve's sick and I got a migraine, but we're ready to rock and roll. So welcome to Heroes of Noise, everyone. Yes, dude. How was your week? Not bad, man. Work, basically, is all I've been doing. I uh, got to check out a couple of things that we'll talk about earlier, excuse me, later on. But earlier in the week, I was given the responsibility of being the person that uh, I'll be the point of contact today at work when we take one MRI trailer and we switch it out for the identical trailer for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why we're doing oh this, but basically it's going to be the entire like duration of my job tonight and I'm doing it solo, pretty much a solo mission. So I'm not happy about it, Steve. I see. I see that. <laughs> I've been dreading today all week, basically. And so you think this is going to be an all-day th- situation? Oh, yeah. I'm there till midnight, so. Yeah, and it's it's going to be fun. But other than that, I've just been hanging out, man, you know, playing with the old 3D printer. Uh, oh, that's right. You got the double. I've been fighting migraines off this week for some reason. I thought I was going to have a stroke the other night when I had a fucking, uh, Jeez. when my right eyeball felt like it was going to explode. But still, Steve, like the song says, nothing going to break in my stride. Nobody going to hold me down. You know what? You got to keep on moving, dude. Exactly. I'm glad that we who, see. Who I, sung I that? Oh, geez. You got me. The first <laughs> thing that wants uh, that comes to mind is Lee. What's his name? Leo Sayer. But that's not it. I'm going Bob Marley. Bob Marley. No, you're like a so far. <laughs> clearly Jim Croce. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. But yeah, I never knew who, who sung that. But that was the song that brings back memories too. Matthew was Wilder, that? Steve. Oh, Wow. Wow. You ask a question, I'm going to give you an answer. Was it, what, okay, I'm going to go 1985. To be honest, Steve, I don't think people are giving a shit about Matthew Wilder. I think they will. I think people are screaming into the radio being like, 1984. 1985. I really need to do some of those for when we get answers right or wrong. I mean, you do uh, have all that equipment over there. You got to use it for something. 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 I don't know. What's going on with you, my friend? So this week, um, we were, uh, I was sparring with a buddy of mine, a new buddy, big dude, like 6'4". And so we clinched up. It's fun. I didn't even know how gross this was until I was telling another buddy at, at work. And uh, as he was moving away, I felt his hair leaving my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> What's worse? What's worse, real quick, before we go uh-huh. down this road? Okay, yeah. you're that right there. Yeah. Or you're talking to a buddy. Could be a good buddy. Could be a family member. I know for where that this matter. is going. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like a little piece of spit <laughs> goes from their mouth, like onto your lip. That's, I'm going to go spit. I think so too. 
I'm gonna go spit because I was telling a buddy at work, and I was like, "So we were we were clenching up, and he started moving away, and I felt hair." And immediately, my buddy's like, Wah! "I'm like, oh, is it that bad?" I'm like, "So the hair was." I'm like, <laughs> I said, "Wait, I'm not even to the point." He's like, "Oh, I can't do." It. He starts spitting on the ground. I was like, "Yeah." So I started pulling hair out of him. He starts spitting on the ground, and I was like, "Is it that gross?" And the guy on the other side of him was like, "That's a gross story, dude." That's why you're sick for sure. Because that night I got a sort like a, I started having the sniffles, and I'm like, oh yeah, who knows where that guy's hair's been? Um, I I don't know, maybe. But you're grappling with dudes all day long. Pretty much all him. week it long. Was only That's him. all you do is just grapple with men. I do, I do grapple with 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 guys, the and sweaty men. And, oh, you know what? Also, we have to trust that each other wiped our gloves off because some of them stink, and you're getting punched in the mouth with them. So who knows? Yeah, who knows what's lingering on those? <laughs> That's how you're getting sick. I don't think the hair has anything to do with this. That probably does. It probably doesn't. It, who, what are you gonna do? But it wasn't a bad cold. Actually, it was just a. At this point, I'm like, uh, I, 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 I still wear my mask everywhere, but I have a feeling my immune system's kind of shaky now because I haven't been having to breathe anything. So I need to get back out there in, in life and breathe stuff. This is I, true. I have the ma- mask on everywhere, and I also need another K, uh, K95. K95. What's the difference between the N and the K? I have zero clue. I have a K. Is it what the uh, our our place of business provides for you? No, I uh, um a in a person that works on car, a mechanic gave it to me because he said we have millions of them. I was like, oh, that's right, because you have to spray the cars. He's like, yeah, so he gave me a few. Hmm. I got some N95. I don't know about these K95. Where'd you get the N95? The new Johns. <laughs> trying to <laughs> adopt it, Steve. It's not working very well. It, it's good. It's good. I just get the eye roll. I know. I, I, I heard I like your that. eye roll. I know. I don't mind it. But where'd you get your, where, where's the secret <laughs> place for N95s? Um, I, I, where, like uh, Harbor Freight. There you go. That's the name of the joint. <laughs> oh, that's the one good thing they sell. Harbor Freight's good, dude. I always get shit in there. I their tools are they break on I'm not buying tools I don't need tools there's other shit you can purchase there for cheap spray paints masks gloves oh you know what air compressors oh dude you would need an air compressor wouldn't you yeah I I have one now I don't need one I have one you know where I got it uh, Harbor Harbor Freight Freight. I'm seeing that what do you use your air air compressor for an airbrush oh look at this guy that I haven't used yet oh (laughs) It's just sitting there because I'm intimidated. Look at this guy like a freaking uh, makeup artist over here for America. That's what you're going to see me doing. I'm going to be out at like vintage days or big hat days, local stuff, ladies and gentlemen. And I'll just be spray painting faces. Bring Maj over. I'll turn him into Darth Maul. (laughs) You know what? He would like that. Darth Maj. Hey, (laughs) look what you just did, Dan. You're welcome, Steve. (laughs) I know you're easily impressed. <laughs> That's pretty freaking impressive right there, G. Uh, you see, so, folks, this, this is why I get all this. Uh, I get bad ideas because I'm falsely encouraged all the time. By no, it's good that you have uh, two printers, though. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of a, it's kind of becoming a thing, though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, now it's time to shit or get off the pot, because if I just look what I did, here's another plastic thing, babe. That shit ain't going to work. Now I got to start selling it. Once you start focusing on something, you could. That's your thing for a long time. Yeah, but. You know what I'm focused on right now, sir? Heroes of Noise. Oh, let's do it. Well, how if you're so focused, maybe other people are and want to get in contact with us. How would they do that? Oh, I'm glad you asked, Steve. But you know what? I wasn't ready for that, sir. Oh, never mind. You weren't ready for the Sieg? 
I wasn't ready for that Sieg. You know, you got to sometimes you don't do the Sieg. <laughs> and then I'm like, OK, he's going to do it. And then you don't do it. And then I forget to do it. You know what I mean? Because I have some big news that I saw this week that I want to talk to you about. For real? Concerning, yeah, Will Smith and. Oh, yeah, I got that. Yeah. I got that ready to go. That's probably the biggest news because I was going back and forth with somebody about it. People don't like that movie, I guess. I don't know. I liked it. But you know I what? did too. I thought it was fine. Me too. But before that, Steve, right. hey, everybody, what's going on? I was a little late to the game with my hardware, but here I am and uh, got some information, so check it out. If you want to get a hold of the show, hit us up at Heroes of Noise Podcast at gmail.com. That is Heroes of Noise Podcast at gmail.com. On the Twitters, hit us up at Heroes of Noise. You can reach me, Dan, at Dan Q Public, and Steve, the elusive Hudson, at S E underscore Hudson Music. Go to www.heroesofnoise.com and check it all out right there. One-stop shopping. I don't know. Maybe I'll sell some prints there because I'm a hoe. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. You know what I mean? But check it out because there's other stuff there too. Download. Subscribe. uh, Check out our friend shows. Buy some merch. Whatever you want to do. It's your world. Check it out. And most importantly, just make sure that you're telling your friends about Heroes of Noise. Make sure they subscribe. You can hear us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeart. I don't even know if that shit exists anymore. Spotify. All that shit. We're there. You got a podcast place? We're there. I guarantee it. But until then, let's turn it back over to Steve Hudson and his crazy story he's about to tell us. I just thought of something. If you did artwork or if you like printed out artwork of a ma- like a famous musician's fingerprints, you could get a prince of Prince's prints. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I was thinking? What's that? Is that if uh, Vladimir Putin... Uh-huh. was sitting on his uh, derriere uh-huh. on the ground and he was kind of like you know moving his his butt closer to his knees and then and then feet out and then butt closer to the knees right uh-huh and then he had a an instrument brass instrument that he was playing uh-huh he could be vladimir putin fluting and scooting <laughs> <laughs> i thought i for sure thought you were gonna give him a gun so he'd be shooting. i was gonna say shooting too oh man as i said i have a migraine i'm a little off today I, I, you know what's funny? I guess I did. I, I thought you were getting over it. It was going away. I didn't this thing won't go me. away, dude. It's been there three fucking days. That's not good, Dan. No. And it's in the same <laughs> spot. So maybe I will have some news for you next episode. The brain tumor episode. Oh, Jesus, Dan. Don't <laughs> put that into the universe. It's out there now, baby. I'm like Lieutenant Dan. Come and get me. <laughs> Come here. <laughs> Is that all you got? That all you got. I like that movie. That's the only movie you like by Hanks. Uh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's why I said it. <laughs> Jesus. Are you talking about Elvis? Yes, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get there. Thanks for triggering that. <laughs> oh, my. Anyway, as soon as I just... saw that, dude, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be mad. I almost got out of my chair. <laughs> I said, when they. Sh-. Anyway, oh, it, we will. Woo. We can talk about all this stuff right now, Steve. Welcome to a impromptu Here's of Noise News. Steve, you got some thoughts on okay. I Am Legend. <laughs> Here's the thing. I the they're they're remaking I Am Legend. Um Here's the thing, uh the Will Smith vehicle at which he died at the end, right? Uh to the best of my knowledge. They said that there's an alternate ending that they cut out because it didn't work well with audiences where he lived and it's online. But 
I don't think that's not a movie we watched though. The ending we all saw was the one where he died, but I'm still in because Michael B. Jordan's going to be in with him. Now, is he going to be in it with him or is he just going to be co-producing? That's what I'm wondering. It said feature. Let me look up. Let me look I'm looking up. right here. It says uh, Warner Brothers is upping the stakes on its I Am Legend franchise to a stratospheric level. For its next chapter, the studio is bringing back not only the original star, Will, <clears throat> excuse me, I said William, Will Smith, but also Black Panther actor Michael B. Jordan in what will rep the duo's first big movie. To- okay, yeah, as stars and producers. But how? <laughs> I don't it's, care how. It's Hollywood, but, Steve. Yeah, I mean, there's fucking zombies running around. They can probably and, come up with something. And you know what? They could probably like show where he like crawled out of the building barely yeah, or something. He's gonna pull like a Boba that. Fett. Oh, that's right. I didn't even think about that. It worked for Boba Fett. Now the answer, or actually the question is, will this be as shitty as the book of Boba Fett? Oh, Dan, coming in hot. Uh, it's not old it's old news. Dan. But I didn't think you hated it though. Um, well, hating it's, I don't hate anything. <laughs> I really don't. Maybe uh, licorice pizza. But oh, <laughs> anything's going to be better. But I would say like anything with, I'm I'm happy that Will Smith is still in the conversation because a lot of these young bucks will be like, hey, you know, I'm going to go with a younger star. I like that Will Smith is still in the conversation. And Michael B. Jordan is solid in most anything that he does. He's even solid in that random raising Dion. It's a good little show and he's good in it. So I'm like, hey, let's do it. What was the movie that he came out in? Last, I think it was last year. Amazon. And it was like the most generic. Oh, they're pulling you, me back in. Yeah, again. they're pulling me back. They're not going to get away with this. I forgot. <laughs> that wasn't great. They're going to know worst. who they came Ugh. for. Oh, that was probably his worst movie I've seen. Yeah. So but he needs to like step up a notch from that. He really does. And I, here's it all depends on who the director is going to be. They get the right director. I'm very curious who that's going to be. It's going to be a good, it's going to be fine. If you they're watchable characters. Will Smith and Michael B. Jordan are just watchable people. So it's going to be fine. Look, I'm going. I don't even care. Uh, I'm going. N- not opening night, but I'll go. No, not opening night. Well, maybe. We'll see. The trailer, though. You never know. What Dude. if the trailer comes hard? And you're just like, oh, okay. I'm not They're going it. hard. I'm going to go check it out. I will go. Well, I'll go before our show, but it's not going to be opening night. You go to what? some movies opening night. We'll we'll learn about that real soon. Huh? I said you go to some movies opening night, and we'll learn about that real soon. I did. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, Thursday technically was opening, right? That's true. That's when my son saw it. Yeah. This is true. That's when I saw it. See, and uh, dude, I can't wait to tell you what he said about. It. I mean, Lord have mercy. Apparently, Christ was in this movie. Yeah, I know. I think uh, <laughs> Jesus H Christ came down and, <laughs> and uh, went into my son's body and like. Dude, narrated the movie for him because my son came home i'm like son you have an erection please hide that thing dude I, maybe it's that age bracket or something anyway, anyway yeah we'll get there we're not there yet yeah we're not there so what what you're gonna go see this possibly on opening day we'll see it's just gonna depend on the trailer that's totally fair but there's i'm in a few, there's a few good trailers for uh the batman the bats oh, i can't wait to talk about that one hey the real bat- quick though in the news yeah. line the boys, actor Anthony Starr, was arrested in Spain for alleged assault. Did you hear about this one? Are you kidding me? Yeah, man. It, sound, it seems like I get folks. I'm sorry. I'm going to be stammering today. I've got a really bad headache, so I'm really trying to rock this one out. I apologize. But uh, yeah, it looks like he was in Spain and he was acting like a douchebag in a pub. And apparently he assaulted a 21 year old chef. What? 
here's the part though. We all have our moments, right? I'm not defending him. Here, let me get to it real quick. The New Zealand, <clears throat> excuse me, the New Zealand Herald reported that Star assaulted a young chef while inebriated at a pub in Alicante. The 21-year-old chef was reportedly punched twice by Star. A glass also reportedly factored into the assault, although it's unclear at this time whether the glass was smashed in the chef's face or thrown at the chef. The chef was taken to the hospital and reportedly st- received four stitches above his eye. Gee. Star's arrest occurred just over a week. You know, they're pissed. His uh, star's arrest occurred just over a week before Amazon Prime Video is scheduled to bring the boys to South by Southwest with an extensive oh. presence that includes panels, immersive fan experiences and more. They're like, you oh. motherfucker. Dude, what are you freaking? Do- Here's the problem, man. I'm surprised someone wasn't in that bar like, dude, don't you're not really Homelander. Bro. Hey, don't, don't make, fuck with them. Make- He's got laser eyes. That's what I would dude. <laughs> watch out for them. Laser eyes. G. Somebody, you would have to just beat him up to say that you beat up that. You like to look like, hey, the Homelander guy. I totally took him out. But this kid was twenty one and probably like, I don't want to mess with this dude. Probably, you know. And then here's the other thing, though. This is what gets me because I'm not saying I uh, condone that type of behavior, especially when you're a public figure. And I'm trying to. I don't have the article in front of me because I'm actually reading this off of Variety.com right now. But I read another article where he actually did the move. Like, what do you think? Okay. It's a bad situation already, right? Yes. But what could he do to make it worse? Do you know who I am? Yes, dude. He said it. He didn't say that. He said, do you know who you're fucking with? I'm like, oh. <laughs> now, there's only one thing that will make it worse. Uh-huh. If he said Homelander. No, no. Star. Okay, good. <laughs> you fucking Homelander, man. <laughs> if he said that, then I'd be like, you got to kill him. Someone yeah. has to take him to the bushes. Someone needs to drain this man of his life. Holy crap, dude. What yeah. the piss? Unfortunate, huh? I I'm mean, a little disappointed in him. We've all made mistakes, but I'm a little disappointed. Here's the funny part. Why are we disappointed when the only representation we've seen of him is a douche on screen? That's true. <laughs> I've never seen him be nice off screen. He's true. only a yeah, douche. Par for the course, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I can understand. I'm like, oh, I saw him on a panel. He was so nice. No, he's been a douche on as Homelander. That's so true. <laughs> <laughs> like, why would we expect anything else? <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. What? A, the, what? A, that is so freaking. I don't know why I'm disappointed. I, well, am, I think it's just that, you know, you expect people that you. I don't know if we look up to the guy, but what I admire. What's the word? We enjoy his work. We'll say that. You you took a picture with him, right? I did take a picture with him. So I guess I admired him. Oh, that's see, you got to kind of he was nice, right? Yeah, but he was also part of a group package, too. Still. It wasn't like it was just me and Anthony Starr chilling in a little booth, taking a picture together, doing, you know, little funny selfies. OK, do a smiley one. It wasn't that's that real. He was smiling in the picture. Of course, but he's getting paid to do it. It was approximately, right. I think, 30 seconds of my life. But you said brother man was the nicest to you, right? Yeah, yeah he was happy. Like you can even see it in the picture. He's just cheesing. It's like, hey, man, we're part of something big. And it was also his first one that he's ever done. I also, I think uh, your girl Aya Cash, is it? Aya, what's yeah, her Aya name? Cash. Dude, I think she's going to, even though I'm not really into her work work, I think she's going to be the most fun on panels. I don't think she's coming back. She's dead. Spoilers. Sorry. What do you mean she's dead? Well, Aya Cash isn't, but. No, but she, she didn't get killed. I thought she just got burned. This is possible. Again, we're dealing with some uh, Will Smith kind of shit right here. Yeah, I think she just got burned. Oh, well, I hope so. But I don't think she's in the cast this year, dude. Oh, what a! I know that's your girl right there. Nah, it's not my girl. 
You can, no, bro, no, you did like her, dude. Yeah. You even like that. What did that scary story show we watched? Movie we watched? Oh, gee, you're asking me. You know, you got to stop with these, uh, these questions from the past. My brain where, can't handle remember it. Remember where they were like telling each other scary stories? I know exactly what you're talking about. It was like a play. And you almost. dug it. Yeah, you kind of dug it. I did. Yeah. I dug, I think pretty much like everything she's in, I like. Of course. See? Well, I mean, I'm not like it's worshiping her. it. I am going to watch the movie she's uh, in on Prime where I guess they're, uh, they do that whole thing where we both broke up with our exes. And so now we have to date each other and take each other to this wedding. That whole thing. I kind of know what's going to happen. They're going to fall in love. But I'm like, you know what? Why not? I'll give her another shot. I did like her in um, The Boys. Let me see if she's on the casting list. I'm looking right now. I liked her, man. Stormfront. I mean, I I'm not seeing it. Damn. Let's see. But then again, maybe they're keeping it a secret. Oh, shit. Hold on. Well, no, you know what? This is for the, the entire uh, series of The Boys. But if you go to season oh. three, yeah, there's no information yet. Let me see. Let me see. Is she here? She's not in season or uh, episode one, Steve. I would say that she's not going to be in it. The Boys season three teases Ayakasha's Stormfront return. Where are you getting this from? Where are you getting your information from, Steve? EW. Okay, I will take it. Awesome, cool. Is this oh. news, if we're getting news on a news segment? No, this was from like October 2021. Some old shit? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's like, yeah. I got some new news for you. Not the case. <laughs> Sorry. New news. You're not going to believe this. <laughs> so, dude, they got this lion to do this crazy promo for this movie theater. Watch. Check it's it amazing. out. I heard. Don't tell anybody, bro. But I heard there might be three Spider-Mans in the upcoming movie. You call them Spider-Men. Spider-Men. I love that. Fo- by the way, that photo that's going around. Of the three of them other. pointing. Oh, that's fantastic. Like the meme. How many? Okay. I don't think Toby knew about the meme before they told him about it on the day. He didn't really look like he was feeling it, huh? <laughs> exactly. He's like, just like this? <laughs> Point like exactly. This? <laughs> Is this what we're doing right now? Okay, Toby, because he's been out of the, it seems like he's been out of the loop for a minute. Even that picture of him uh, at the, they show all the people on the movie at the airport. They're all waving at people, taking pictures. Toby's looking at them like, if you don't put that camera down, I'm going to punch somebody. Like, wow. Well, I'm still going with the whole, like, don't get me wrong. I enjoyed seeing him as Spider-Man, Mr. Spider-Man in mm-hmm. this movie. But uh, I've always, like, held the opinion that he might be a dick in real life. Interesting. Yeah. Why Maybe it's that? too much Molly's game. Maybe that's what it, where I got this from. Because uh, character is based on him. Oh, my God. It was, uh, right. who played that character? Was it uh, Jesse Eisenberg, was it? I can't remember who played the the um, Toby Maguire character. He no no no. It was the guy from no, 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 uh, no. what? Uh, it was the other I yeah the other guy <laughs> from uh, Arrested Scott Pilgrim. Pilgrim. What's homie's name? Yeah, I forgot his name. Jesus, we're, we're terrible. We're this is what happens. Welcome to a show where we used to we know are, all the names and now we don't know any of them. We are killing it. What the fuck's going on with our? This is the old man show. What is his name again? What are heroes of Recall? That's not what we are. What the fuck oh, is his name? Sarah. Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah. Oh my God. <laughs> Did I mention that I have a migraine and Steve's sick? <laughs> Probably four times by now. <laughs> you know, dude, this is going to be our, our brains are in a fog. See, I told you not to get all crazy with this whole best show ever thing. Hey, hey, hey. But you know what? I also should have eaten something. What else is going on in the news, Steve? Um, did you hear about this one? This is regarding Hulu. There's an alien standalone movie in the works with Fede Alvarez directing for Hulu. 
Who's in it? Hulu. Uh, let's see if I can give you some information on that. <clears throat> says, Don't Breathe filmmaker Fede Alvarez is set to write and helm the original Alien movie for the 20th Century Studios. Uh, Alvarez will direct the movie for Hulu as part of the 20th deal to provide 10 picks a year to Disney-owned OTT services. Alvarez's pitch is reportedly completely separate from the previous movies, I guess non-canon. Deadline has confirmed. So let's see. Do we have a cast yet? I don't think we even have a cast yet. I think this is just something that they're announcing that he's going to go move forward on the new alien movie also will be distinct from Noah Hawley's FX TV series, which network boss John Landgraf has said won't feature Sigourney Weaver's alien hunter Ripley. Oh, this could go either way. We've seen a lot of bad alien movies. Dude, Prometheus was trid ash to me. I kind of liked it, but I, I respect people saying that they hated it. I dug covenant. Wait, was covenant the one, the second one? No, Covenant was Prometheus, then Covenant, then Covenant. Yeah, I liked Covenant. Prometheus was okay. Like that was I did not understand it for the life of I me. I think that I just liked it because it had like the uh, kind of an origin story. You know what I mean? Like it somehow fit its way into an origin story. And I liked what they were doing with it. But I get it. There wasn't a lot of action in that one. Yeah, and I'm not looking forward to... If you're going to make an alien movie, there's only one person I want to see, and it's going to be Sigourney Weaver. And if she's not doing it, I'm just not going to, I don't think I'm going to be in. I love, I I love watching her. Well, at a certain point though, Steve, it becomes kind of a, like a, I don't want to say a joke, but I don't know. Sometimes I don't want to bring back these people after it gets old. You know what I'm saying? Like the Indiana Jones. Oh, there he is again, but he's old. Exactly. Han Solo. There he is again, but he's old. But the only person that I accept that for is Rocky Balboa. But this is the, that's what this movie is. I think it needs to just be, you know what, we're done. I think they're trying to kind of squeeze the last bit of juice out of this orange where it's just done. It's squeezing we're the done. juice. Squeezing the juice. And I'm, I think just chill out, make brand new content. You can make another alien movie without it being alien. Just make a movie about, you know, aliens. Yeah, but them xenomorphs are dope. They are. the. That is a great, great creature. A fantastic one where it like crawls on the ceiling and crap. Of course, it's wonderful, but it's it's that's what life is. You kind of have to move on and, and make another great character. Where does you the know? Xenomorph rank in your list of characters, Steve? Is it in the top 10? Oh, for sure. As far as like monsters go? Oh, absolutely. I'm thinking top three. Oh, I mean, if you really think about it, because you got where, that H.R. Geiger looking shit. going Yeah, on but with you it. have the, the universal monsters are automatic. Frankenstein. Ah, we're Dracula. grandfathering them in, though. Yeah, but that's Frankenstein. Uh, you know, Dracula and the Wolfman are not going to be topped, and so that's top three right there. After anything else has to be like top five. I did ask this question to you. Okay, fair enough. You know, so, uh, but after that, but then you have you think the Xenomorph beats Freddy Krueger? Uh yeah, for sure. Oh, I don't know, Wazer. No way. Did you say no Wazer? I kind of like no, that. No Wazers. No oh, that's back in the, that's back from my skateboarding days in St. Louis. Did you used to say no Wazers? Oh, I used to say rat. Like, bro, to, I'm going to get a new thing of sex wax. You're like, no Wazers. I'll no, come. For, dude, I had a stack of Thrasher magazines. Wow. I got hurt so many times, dude. I got hurt so many times. Dang, you're but, almost like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Steve. Dude, I was really, really good. Now I can't hardly even, I can still go. Like if I go down the street, I can comfortably like, if they're like Ollie over that, I'm like, no, I like my teeth. Yeah. But I used to be able to go like, we did cartons and then we'd stack a cart, a milk carton on top of each other, try to get over it. It was great times. But 
I would. There's no way that uh, that uh, Freddy Krueger is less than the Z. But you know what? I it's can, all opinions, least, man. Yes, I can honestly. I could say that it's a a fair a fair. If someone's like, okay, fine, I like this. Fine, no problem. But um, okay, let me top, ask you a different way. Top ten is fine. Let me ask you this. Yeah. You're coming face to face with a xenomorph and Freddy Krueger. Which one's more threatening? Uh, Freddy Krueger. Really? Dude, Freddy Krueger's cracking jokes and shit, doing but puns. Ripley beat him. No one's beaten Freddy Krueger. <laughs> Ripley beat the xenomorph. No one's beaten Freddy Krueger. He's yeah, in your dreams that he can kill they you. They kind of beat him like every end of the movie, though, Steve. No, they don't. Because he's just like, you thought you beat me, didn't you, you old chumps? Uh, I don't know. Because you can't beat a dream. You can beat a dream with reality. Exactly. But the thing is, in reality, if you killed him, he'd be dead. But since he's in your dreams, you just can't kill him. And he can kill you. Whereas the xenomorph, there's a way to kill that thing. It bleeds. Yeah, G. But if you're like, let's just say both of them are like, you're lying on the ground now. They've got you and they're on top of you, right? What's going to be scary? You can hold Freddy back. And you can't you can't hold that xenomorph back because just when you think you did, all of a sudden that extra set of teeth come out and get you. But again, and they're drooling on you and stuff. And we did. just talked about spit in your mouth. But she just did though. She did beat him. Yeah, when she it was, got lucky. Oh, brother! Listen, man, let me tell you though. <laughs> man, I'll have you recall that Rambo beat the entire Afghanistan army. <laughs> you know what? You're right. You're right. Hey, um, that's. A, was Sigourney a, a, an actual used name back in the day and it just died off? Or was she the first Sigourney you ever ran into? Nah, like Sigourney okay, to me, go. I don't know why. I, I've always said this too. It sounds Australian to me. Oh, it does? I don't know I why it does, but it does. Sigourney. Say it in Australian. I can't try. do it. I can't do it. Yes, you can. I can't do, do an do Australian it. accent. Try it. I can't. Steak and eggs, yeah? That's all, hey! I got. That's all I got. Sigourney, yeah? See, it goes there away. There we go. It that goes works. away. That, no, that works, dude. So what do you think? You're just, are you in? You're going to watch it? Or are you just going to no. be like, mm. Well, if you say we got to talk about it, sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. You might be off the hook on this one. Thank the Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Cool. So how, that's do you say that, how do you say the director's first name again, Dan? Fede. What was it? Hold on. I like uh, the Fede. Fede. Fede Alvarez? Fede. Like Confede. Confefe? <laughs> Fede. <laughs> I never. How do you spell that? F-E-D-E. That's a really cool name. Fede. I think that's how you say Ooh, it. I, I don't think it's so feed. Wrong. That's what I would have been like. Hey, Fee. Hey, Fee Alvarez. <laughs> With what? Oh, worst. no, that's his name. <laughs> they could be like, you're fired off the set. Take off the earphones. You got to go. I'm going to call you Stethan from now on. All right. That concludes the news, ladies and gentlemen. What'd you think? I thought it was pretty good. Here we go. <laughs> Heroes of Noise News, where you have to tell us the names of the people we're talking about. Tell me about it. <laughs> we're getting old, Steve. Dude, we're getting sick. I think that's what it is. I think we're both a little off today. Oh, I'm, a, I'm in a brain fog. That's a real thing, man. Joe Rogan was just talking about it. Just kidding. Oh, Jesus. No, but it is. I, I'm uh-huh. telling you, I am 100% certain that uh, COVID fucked me up a little bit. For sure. <laughs> no, I'm serious, man. Because that was like my recall was so much better. We go through COVID and I'm like, who are you? Would you say you had total recall? No, I wouldn't say that, Steve. Okay. But you know what? Colin Farrell will come up in the... Oh, wait. I said Colin Farrell. I went with new total recall right there. 
Like that's very interesting that you went there. I don't yeah, know why. Okay. Interesting. I like it when uh, on Total Recall when he, he gets his ass out in Mars and, and he's exposed to the environment. He's like, ah, 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 and his eyes are getting all crazy. You know what? That was really good practical. Would you like better that or the three boobs? The three boobs. Did, was that? No, was that it was three boobs vir- or one? It was three, but it was, it was three, a Virginia right. Madsen. I forgot who played. I forgot who the person was that. Uh, had the three boobs. I, I wasn't, it didn't do anything for me as a kid. And that was at a time when everything did something for me. I remember me and my boys used to watch hard bodies over and over again, but that did nothing for me. Do you remember California hard bodies? I do not. I remember we used to have this club in Fresno. It was called the Cadillac club. And it was mostly like host to like upcoming bands like green day and tool and rage against the machine and stuff like helmet white zombie. But every once in a while they would do, it's basically like, um, guys answers to the chippendale dancers yes so someone gave me some tickets to go see california hard bodies one time i might have even like won them on the radio it was something where i like i acquired them and i was like oh these two okay cool sure thanks so me and my my boys went to go check it out and that was very interesting it's 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 just a bunch of women on stage right uh-huh and they were doing their little little sexy things and stuff but the one thing that i, I won't forget is at one point they wheel out this uh it's like a, a, I don't know, maybe four or five little guns. It's like this, this uh, what, am I, what am I trying to say? It's like this platform where there are like guns attached to it. And when I say guns, I mean like, you know those guns at the fair when you're trying to fill up the water balloon in the clown's oh, mouth? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's that, but it's filled with oil. Oh, dude. That's and then, cool. you know. <laughs> okay. Oh, the 90s, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, you know, we don't have, we don't have those kind of groups anymore. What do you mean? Like California hard bodies and Chippendale stuff? Like that. Well, the Chippendales is still, I mean, dude, I know they still do that kind of stuff. What do they call it? The, the down under? Thunder from down under? From under from Vegas. down under? Dude, I know so many people that have gone to that. And I'm like, you can't really. But anyway, we, but we don't have like the traveling. <laughs> yeah, this was the thing. It would come by. Chippendales used to travel. I only went once. But, uh, it was bad juju, so we never went again. It just didn't Chip- feel right. I saw Chippendales when I was five. How? Four. Chippendale, like on Disney or what? Uh-uh. Uh, that's what my mom thought it was. So she took what? me when we were living in L.A. She took me. She's like, oh, Chippendales is going to be in town. Okay, hold up. Hold up. <laughs> and no one at the front informed you. Uh, informed ma'am. You no, it was, it was an outdoor thing. Oh. They were doing like a parade. Oh. And she was like, oh, Jesus, this is not what I thought it was at all. So she immediately took me away. But she's like, I felt like the worst mother where people were like, because she said, why are people looking at me while I have my stroller out? She's like, <laughs> people kept on looking like, Ugh, what are you doing? And she was like, oh, and this crowd is weird. And uh, <laughs> That's such a Hudson story right there. I don't remember it at all, which is good. But every time my mom tells me that story, when I'm like, hey, remember when you took me to Ch- Chippendales? My mom's like, oh. And I could hear the, I've been a good mother exiting her, her body for a second. She's like, oh, Jesus. But <laughs> I'm a good like, person, right? Right? I'm a like, good you person. Were, you were 19. What are you going to do? She's like, I just thought it was just like, she's a church. And, you know, all she knew was church. And so she's like, oh, chip it down. Yeah. She's like, by hour two, I knew I needed to leave. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I got to go. But this is my jam, though. Hold up. <laughs> this is a good song. <laughs> His song is kind of banging. And I just went to the store and got him a little thing of milk. So I got all these ones. What am I going to do? Hey, what am I going to do? 
Uh, yeah, but yeah, I remember uh, my mom telling me that story. And I thought it was so, I was like, why did you tell me this when I was younger? She said, no, you were raising your son. I didn't want you to, you know, I don't want to tell you all my jackups. Make your own. So don't want you taking Maj to the California hard bodies, hard bodies. Listen, listen, <laughs> I know. Okay. What is your, this is going to be such a bad, bad question. So what is your opinion mm-hmm. on men taking their, their sons to prostitutes for their first time? No. <laughs> I mean, there's got to be a circumstance somewhere where it's uh, acceptable, you know, like, um, uh, I don't know. Let's see. You know, my son, he was born. He's just a torso and a dick. You know what I mean? But he's got feelings. He's got a brain in his head and he knows what he needs. And damn it, when I change him, I'm tired of seeing that thing. We need to release the poison. So maybe then. Only then. Yeah, it's got to be something like that. Or, you know, he's, he's dying. Something. <laughs> But like, hey, son, it's Friday. Come with me. I'm gonna. Show you. <laughs> you're gonna learn on today. His, on I his like I, 18th birthday, you're like, no, no, nah, I don't think that's that. good. But okay. to each their own. Okay. You know, I heard who am I, the sex police. Yeah, I heard some podcasts, and they were just like, oh, it's normal. Oh, really? Like it's not bad. I just think that maybe there are circumstances where it's okay, but if you're asking me, would I do that? I would not. I could not. I would not do that. And maybe it's my whatever. But I just like no. I just didn't seem. But I mean, oh, the other side is: Do I want it to be like? Oh, he must be in love. <laughs> I don't think that either. <laughs> what if it's one of those situations where, and you still know what's going on? And I guess yes. it's technically still the same thing. But uh, you know what? This kid needs to just lighten up a little bit. He needs a little, uh, like literally, we need to lighten him up a couple ounces. So, yes. Let's let's send him over to the local uh, massage parlor slash Jack Shack. The only thing that worries me about that is I would be like, watch there be a raid that day. And I'm okay. the one that gets him arrested. Okay, well, now I'm Well, say we're in a country where it's perfectly fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If my if my son was like, he came back, he's like, yeah, dad, I went to get a massage and he like winks at me. I'll be like, oh, look at this cat. Okay, let's take it one step further. You live in the state of Nevada. Now it's oh, completely I, legal. I would be so disappointed. I'd be like, you paid $2,000? Two? No, but that's not the point. Dollars. We were just asking. Basically, it was a question of like morals. Oh, right? I'd be fine. The only thing I'd be disappointed in is that. I'd be that's like. That's some expensive ass right there. That's, I'm like, dude. Do you know for, I mean, not maybe not for a fact, but do you know that it's in the thousands? For sure, definitely. Uh, I've never looked into something like that. So, oh, it's in the thousands because I I heard a there. A matter of fact, there was a sex worker on a podcast I listened to where she's like, "Oh, I charge twelve hundred an hour." What? What and are you doing? Sometimes I get taken out to dinner beforehand. What's worth? I mean, I guess people just have money though. They got you know twelve hundred dollars to me is probably nothing to someone else. Exactly. For them, it's just like well, not necessarily. They're also single. A lot of these people are normal. Uh, you know, they make a hundred thousand dollars a year, no kids, no wife, or they do have a wife and no children, and they just have that spare money. They just money want to pay to for the just, experience. Exactly. And they 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 do it like every other week. But I would imagine that the wife would be like, Where is my I imagine the wife would be like, Hey, we're missing four thousand dollars every month. 
Weren't we supposed to go to Europe? <laughs> yeah, but I guess once you have a certain amount of money, you're not really not everyone is in their books like that. So yeah, that's a. Uh, if if my son decided to do that, I'd be like, I would. There's nothing other than like you know, getting addicted to drugs or whatever. There's not a lot of thing. I mean, you know, breaking the law. Well, there's sex like, addiction. Hey. <laughs> he could be addicted to a lot of worse things. I'm just saying there is. I mean, is there? Yeah, I think so. I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, it just depends on how like far down the rabbit hole you want to go. If you are not leaving work for it, you're not addicted. If you are, then okay. But if you're not leaving work in the middle of a shift to do that and then getting fired, well, then you're not addicted. If you're like, well, I do it all the time after work and before work, I'd be like, it's funny how you stop during work, though. Okay. You've got specifics. Hey, You've got a whole list of rules. I mean, from looking at intervention, these people cannot even go a day without (laughs) at work without getting their fix. Been watching that a lot, too. Maybe if they're going like, uh, what if you're like just going into the bathroom and like cranking one out at work? I don't think that's sex addiction. Well, it's not normal. I mean, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. <laughs> but it's been a long time, Steve. It's been a real, <laughs> it's been a real long time. You got 16 year old Dan working in the file room. <laughs> All these hot twenty-five-year-old women. Yes, yeah, it's gonna go down sometime. <laughs> you cranked one out in a bathroom before? I ain't gonna lie to you. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not doing this in my adult life. Man. No, I know, but as a as a youth, a teenager, yeah. I never had the. I never had the. I started the at a place where I was working. I mean, I was like sixteen, <laughs> dude. I'm at the peak of my my hormonal experience, and you, you know, like, thoughts are going through my head. <laughs> You were like Jim Carrey. Whoa, mama. Whoa, mama. <laughs> I just hope this lock works. That is so funny, dude. Hey. Wow. But well, it I wasn't like I, it was know, a I, practice, but it's something that I won't forget. I think more people do it at work than we think. I think you do it at work, Steve. You got a lot of free right. time on your hands. I do have a lot of free time. Just chilling in a closet watching stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't put it past you. I'm not going to accuse you. I'm just saying I understand. I bet you. I bet you more people do it than we think they do. I mean, it technically shouldn't be a fireable offense. I guess. That's, again, we're we're getting into morals and uh, no, I, I think compliance like I, and stuff. If I walked in on it, like if I was about to use the restroom and there was a cat doing it, I'd be like, you know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I'd be like, oh, my bad, bro. How many people do you think are doing it right now? Oh, you know what? Not a billion. How many people? Are, how many people are in the world? Seven billion. I don't know, but I'm talking about at work. Oh, at work. I thought you meant like in the world at this very second. And then you have to think about like where and what type of job they have. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't want the Taco Bell guy. Oh Jesus! Jacking it at work. You know what? I didn't think about that. I don't mind I, so what? much if it's like the guy at, uh, you know, Kinko's. I wouldn't mind if it was uh, my doctor. As long as he washes his hands first. Exactly. I'm like, whatever. Hey, you know what? You're you. I did it right before I came in. Hey, everyone has three minutes. You know what's funny? I think I'd rather them do that than to immediately come into my room after having done it with their significant other. Because a lot of crap can be on their hands then. 
I think they're I'd still rather. washing their hands, man. I don't know, bro. <laughs> These are doctors. We have to You're, at least give them the benefit of the doubt. We're assuming, but if they get, oh crap, I got to get to work. They get in their car. Come on, G. Well, a lot of it's going to wipe off on the steering wheel. We're hoping. You know, especially if he's doing a lot of U-turns. <laughs> it depends on how you U-turn. I use the bottom palm of my hand. Well, you know, what's he grabbing? Exactly. He could be fingering stuff, G. Or he could just you know, be, uh, what, if he's, what if he likes men? He's got a whole palm full of, uh, he's got residual cock on his hands. Which is, and that's what I'm saying. He's got I cock would, residue. Well, see, that's no difference, though. That means that that's the equivalent of him jacking it in the bathroom. I don't, you know, I don't mind that. So you'd rather have strange cock on your face than a, than a vaginal? Gee, let me tell you something. It wasn't like a dumb, like, are you gay joke? No, 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 no. Let me tell you. Here's the thing. I still am trying to figure out why, what is, okay. I do it because it is common place. Mm-hmm. But why are we washing our hands when we pee? What if I said it could all be done with the feet? You could what do it hands-free if you think about it. How? Well, okay. I'm glad you asked, dude. Go ahead. So you're talking about a man urinating, correct? Yes! Okay, so let's let's walk through this for the let's for the go. gals that maybe haven't yes. walked through this before. Uh-huh. So if you're touching your waistband, let's just assume, like, let's say your jeans, okay? Yes. Your yes. fly. Uh-huh. Button fly. Levi's. Yes. Let's just say that's the case, right? Uh-huh. There's a really good chance that that little part right there, like the top of the, the, the button fly is not dirty. Okay? So you take it that is. out. Or let's say you got a hoodie on. I'm yes. only saying that because I have a hoodie on and I'm working this out in my head right now. And yeah. you could use the cuff of the hoodie, okay, to undo your fly. Okay. Which I wouldn't do, but go on. Now, provided you're G's like us, you don't need to be like, you know, fixing things to go a certain area. It just sort of yeah. just does its thing. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, okay. So now we've eliminated the hand touch there because it's just doing its thing right into the toilet. Right. But even if you are touching it. Uh-huh. Oh, you're just going there. Like, like. Yes. It's, it's like touching your arm. Yeah. Like, there's no, it's not like oozing anything. Like, right. what is the deal? Okay, I got an idea, Steve. Okay, go. I want you right now. Uh-huh. Or maybe even wait until after uh, uh, Muay Thai. Probably will do that. Wait till after Muay Thai. I want you to do a finger swipe of your, <laughs> of your, of your elbow pit versus one of your uh, leg pit. And then you tell me. Elbow? You're talking about elbow? Okay. Like your forearm that, and your humerus. Yeah. Just like put your finger right where, you're, where you bend your elbow. And then touch Do a the swipe. actual part, like the, the actual part of my joint? I'm saying, first of all, people are like, you fucking guys are terrible. You do the finger swipe, right? Yep, of okay, your elbow. Finger swipe. Yes. And take a whiff. Yes. And now do that with your leg pit. But I'm not touching my leg pit when I pee, G. But there's still like, you know, things going on down there. I understand. There's like bacteria and shit. But I have to really get the leg pit going. If I'm taking a pee, it's literally just holding. You've just sweated like through uh, an hour and a half of Muay Thai. You think your Johnson isn't sweating? No question, my Johnson. And when we sweat, we like, you know, we release toxins. Absolutely. So, yeah, now you got toxic dick hand. But my normal hands are dirtier than my, my joint, G. If I, I shake Are you trying to say that you people? don't want to wash your hands anymore when you go to the bathroom? I don't understand why we do it. Here's a better question. Yes. Do you wash your hands after peeing? 
be honest. You have reservations about this already, Steve. You're giving the audience a certain. Oh, no, no, no. If I'm at home, no. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, we've had those moments before where, like, hey, hold on, break. I got to go to the restroom real quick. Come back. I could do that without even using my hands. But but people expect you. I don't think we should even be tripping on it. I do it as a courtesy if I'm out in public. That's what I'm saying. See, that's that bull jive, though. That's that bull jive, G. I don't like bull jive, Steve. Neither do I, man. But now, if you drop a deuce, yeah. That's, yeah, because now you're dealing with all kinds of <laughs> yes. fecal, you know, if complications. I, or if I touch the, here's, if I do touch the, like, door handle accidentally, yes, I'm washing my hands. But other than that, man. Well, how are you touching the, oh, because you got, you watch, but that's the thing now, okay? Are you still using, like, a paper towel to open the door when you Absolutely, leave? absolutely. Okay. Just making sure. I wash my hands before I touch my thing. Okay. You want to keep your thing clean. I get it. Absolutely, Jay. I want a thing clean. Clean thing. Let's go to the audience real quick, Steve. Yes. Uh, what do you think? Should you wash your hands after urinating? Males? Yes. Females? We want to know. Females now. There's a different situation going on, Steve. Okay. So we can't really. It's not the same experience. I would dare say they would say, yes, I'm washing my hands, you gross human being. Totally, because you're, you're wiping something. But guys. What are your thoughts? You know what, Steve? Pose the question so we can have an official question. And then we want you to write into us at Heroes of Noise Podcast at gmail.com and entertain this ridiculous conversation. Okay. For those who don't wash their hands, yeah. explain why you do not. And for those who do, try to persuade us who sometimes don't that you should do it every single time. Not know, oh, well, you know, if you touch the door. No, if you're just touching your baby arm. Why should we do it? Good for you, Steve. Yes. A whole baby. I'm just not buying it. I think there's a lot of people that will give us a a bullshit answer. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Like who? I'm not going to call any of our listeners. I'll be like, who would be the person that wouldn't wash their. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure there's people out there. There's people at least like what percentage of guys truthfully do you believe every single time wash their hands after that pee what percentage every time i hate to make myself sound like a gross human being but i'm guilty i'm guilty of course dude i would say three percent maybe (laughs) maybe and i'm not saying just at no i'm not saying just at work i'm saying at home you wake up in the middle of the night and you pee you're gonna be like gotta wash my hand or you're gonna be like i'm getting back in bed jay yeah I know what I did in there. Exactly. It's all over the bed anyway. Go, hey. <laughs> I'm not going to wash my sheets. It's really late. <laughs> will anyone entertain this? I don't know, Steve. We can't even get reviews anymore. You know what I mean? Dude, I will tell you this. If there's a dude that's single and he wakes up in the middle of the night, pees and washes his hands, I would be like, dude, even if I don't agree with it, you are a soldier for being so committed. Hey, you know what? I just had this memory right now. Okay. So when my daughter was, I don't know, she was probably like nine, 10, right around there. She used to go over to these people's house all the time. Yeah. And uh, there's a dude named Connor. Not that it matters, but that was his name. And uh, I had to pick her up from a sleepover. It was like they had something to do and we had no problem with it. So we picked them up rather early in the morning, right? Yes. So when I went to go pick her up, he was like just coming out of bed. You know how like when you're like, hey, and you come out of bed, like, oh, you know, yeah, you just sure. woke up. Uh huh. So he was walking through the hall. Hey, man, what's going on? 
And I went, hey, man, how are you? And just by habit, I stuck my hand out and I shook his hand. Now, I could tell by the the fog in his eyes and the way his gait and his voice, there was no trip in between. You know what I'm saying? It was just bedroom to the door. For sure. So I'm pretty sure I got some dick on my hands. There's no question. Dick or some balls, maybe. Maybe some, oh, some cock sure. and balls on my hands. You probably got some jism. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe, Steve. Maybe I did get some jism. It's possible. <laughs> I like that you will. I like that you use jism. <laughs> you know what I mean? Steve will say like, "Oh, foot no," but jism's okay. Jism's like a legit. Uh, it's total name. slang, Steve. You think so? Yeah, I believe so. I don't even know if jism is in the dictionary. <laughs> you think jism is in Webster's dictionary? Now I gotta know, <laughs> dude. Where did the podcast go wrong? Where do we get? Why do we go left? Uh, I don't know. We were talking about not peeing. Oh, it's an Urban Dictionary. Yeah. See, so that doesn't count. You're not going to see it in Webster's. Oh crap! It's seminal discharge from a man with a vasectomy. What? <laughs> That's what it says. <laughs> I never heard that one before. I always thought it was Neither just. I. A, I thought it was just a, the uh, finished product. Hold on. Where did jizz come from? Where did the word jizz come from? Some dude named Chris. <laughs> Originally, first attested. Oh, it is in the dictionary. It is? What's the Webster's definition? Here it is. Okay. Originally U.S. Ener- uh, originally US English first attested with the meaning energy in 1842 and with the meaning semen in 1888 for semantic development compare spunk. <laughs> perhaps perhaps ultimately the British dialect Chisholm, a shoot or a sprout, unlikely to be related to the Arabic. So it's like energy. You're letting go of your energy. That takes all the fun out of it. Spirit or energy? My spirit. Remember, remember that? When, uh, from Harry, yeah, Harry remember when Clarice dude. Starling got a bunch of spirit thrown on her? Oh, dude, listen. Look at the blood. She's like, sir, that's cow. not blood. So I guess it, it is a word. Okay. And it, it predates semen. Congratulations, Jism. They're like, do you mean gems? I'm like, no. No, I mean Jism. They're like, oh, this is Steve. <laughs> Steve, know, Hudson. Steve. Look at Steve trying to cuss. Yeah, no, it's actually, yeah, this is pretty nuts, dude. No pun intended. Hey. Oh, it's vulgar? It's in dictionary doc, dictionary.com. That was what I saw, a vulgar uh, slang. So, but jism is not vulgar. But that's what I think it yeah, is because it's J I S M. Okay, let's try this. Go to work and go, hey, boss, what do you think about this jism on my hands and see if it's okay? Here's the, no, here's the thing. If okay, I'm about to like spin a yarn for you. Okay. If I was in trouble at work mm-hmm. because someone was like, it came in crazy, they're like, Skip you, Steve, and threw jizz on my jeans. I just want to stop and say that Steve said, skip you, and then jizz him. Go on. Okay. And then later on, I got called into HR, and they're like, hey, explain what happened. I would say, so he walks in, and he throws jizz on my jeans. (laughs) I would not feel weird about it at all. If I was explaining, I wouldn't say come. I'd be like, oh, and then that would explain the jism on my, the dry jism on my jeans. I think they might be equally, not to me, but I think they might be equally offensive in a setting like that, in an HR setting. 
I think they'd be I don't like, think you oh. could get away with saying cum, jism, spunk. Uh, they expect me to say ejaculate? What up? Yeah, I, yeah, I would definitely go. Or semen. I'd go, I'm going jism. <laughs> okay, are there any <laughs> other ones we're missing? Spunk. Spunk, jism, um, cum. Nature's cream soda. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, uh, <laughs> Nature's cream soda. <laughs> Penis throw up. What are you doing? Hey, hey. Yeah. That yeah, I think we're it. done. If we're going to nature's cream soda. Creative, by the way. I thank you. I try. All right. Nature's cream soda. <laughs> That's why they come here. No pun intended. That's the name of the podcast today. <laughs> they said that be the subtitle. <laughs> I know the Batman. Soda. Nature's cream soda. <laughs> Batman and nature's cream all right, let's move along, man. We're, like, we're down in the uh, bottom of the... We're like the bottom tier right now of what people... But nobody are. talks about this stuff. This so is true. We're, you know what? We're making noise right now, ladies and gentlemen. This is what you we're signed the heroes up for. of it, yes. Hey, real quick. Before we get into the reviews, man, um, we watched a trailer. And I know this trailer's been out for a while, but I am curious what your thoughts are. For the trailer of Nope, Jordan Peele's new joint that's going to be coming out here in July. July 22nd, I believe. Um... I mean, I like it because it's Jordan Peele and it I for, almost forgot what a Jordan Peele movie feels like until you start watching. You're like, yep, this is a feeling. And uh, I mean, I love seeing Kiki in. I love seeing Kaluuya and I love seeing Steven Ewan. Those three alone, I'm in. Let's do it. I don't even know why he made a trailer though because it shows you nothing. This trailer, I think it was like the... The, you know, company was like, you have to make a trailer. He's like, fine. I'll just give you a trailer that shows you absolutely nothing. But there. that's what he's it, always done. He had, well, get out. We kind of saw something. Well, okay. We kinda, yeah. Get out. We kind of, but with, that was his first. Yeah. And, and so then, you kind of had to. Right. And then with, um, oh God. Us. Oh my God. Us. Thank you. I don't know why the word go kept coming up in my head with us. us we saw nothing. Well, we kind of did because we saw that the the family in the jumpsuits, we, we knew that they were going to be the, you know, the antagonists. Yes. So, but we still didn't know what the hell was going on. We did not. Not like this, though. It's almost like the further he's gone, the less he needs to tell us because we trust his vision. Okay. Well, if you could just take all this information that we just watched in this trailer and extrapolate it into something to where you you think this is what the movie's about, what would oh, you dare say? man. I'm going with it's a, it's a it's an alien movie, Steve. You think so? Yes, absolutely. Let's think about that for a second. Now you know, we won't walk through it here. We you know maybe this would have been good to be like a breakdown trailer, but from what I can see, there's a scene where they're like at this rodeo thing where Stephen Yeun is, and they have these uh, little. They look like skulls at first, but if you look at them a little bit closer, they kind of look like alien little alien skulls. Yeah, the way that they're shaped, right? So that's one yeah. thing. And then we have the the picture for the cover art of it, where it's like a cloud with like what looks to be some kind of a kite string yes, hanging from it. Yes. And from everything I know about these kind of movies, close encounters in particular, when you get big clouds over there, over like a, you know, nice barren land right there, it's usually because it's masking a UFO. We also have the point where Kiki Palmer is lifted into the air. Right. As if beamed up, if you will. Yes. Um, what else do we got? There's that part where um, Daniel Kaluuya is uh, it's like nighttime and he's looking off in the distance. He's got that horse 
Yes. And then you see like these lights kind of rise up from the distance. Yes. So yeah, I'm thinking it's going to be a UFO movie, man. There's a weird thing that happens where it's like a little kid's hand and what seems to be. Did you see that? It was like a fist bump kind of thing. Yeah, but it was like blood on it. And it also looked like a monkey's hand. So is that like a monkey paw (laughs) Easter egg or something? What if they maybe. Because it's going to be for monkey paw, right? Maybe it has to do with animals going crazy or something. I don't know. I'm looking no forward to it, though. I don't know if this is my most anticipated movie, but it's up there because anything Jordan Peele does. I know that we're going to just be sitting around talking about it forever. Remember we, oh, how much no time question. we spent with us? Oh, dude. I remember going back and forth being like, who controls who for like a long time? Yeah, I got a feeling that's going to be one of the shows where we just dedicate to it because it's Jordan. Oh, Peele. no question. Absolutely. No question. And but are you wait, in? Wait. I'm oh, totally in, dude. Would you, wait, 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 you're saying you're more excited for this trailer th- or for this movie than Elvis? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 100%, dude. Are you going to go see this movie? Nope, that one? Uh, no, Elvis. Whatever it's called. I saw the trailer for it the other night. I don't even know what the hell the movie is. So did called. I. Here's the problem, dude. Every, like Ray Charles, huge. Oh, it's called Elvis. It's like a huge, oh, build up to this movie. Aretha, even Aretha, big build up to this movie. They're kind of just dropping this out of nowhere. Like, okay, if you want to go see Elvis, go ahead. They're not making a big deal out of this movie at all. So I'm like, are they kind of not having faith in this movie? I don't have faith in this movie for what I've seen. I mean, I think people that are longtime fans of Elvis are going to flock to the theater to see it because guess what? Elvis. And then you're going to get the the standard Tom Hanks fans that will see anything Tom Hanks puts out. But. What is he doing with the character of Colonel Tom Parker? I have no idea. What accent? Is that German? It's a great question. It sounded it's, German to me. That's why I say he should just be Tom Hanks in his movies like he's been doing. Just do that. Do When's that. this movie come out? June 24th. Oh, good. I won't have to. Gail won't want to see this one anyway, but that's her birthday. We'll be out of town. That's not going to be a great movie, man. I'm not. I mean, maybe it will. Maybe for people who love Elvis. But I just think if you're doing an Elvis movie, they would have started talking about it in like 2020, like coming in two years, the Elvis, the big Elvis movie, which really they could do that. He's a big enough icon where they could have done that and built up. Absolutely. To it. And that's but why I feel like this movie months? doesn't have the balls to back up. No, like it's dude. not going to be like you said, it's not going to be Ray. It's not going to be an Aretha type movie. No, dude, there's no I mean, I, it, it's it's tough, too, because after Jamie Foxx does Ray. Now, everyone that does one of these things, you kind of have to do a spot on like you're And this guy looks like he looks like he could be doing a great Elvis impersonation. But as Elvis gets older, are they just going to put makeup on him or are they going to just be like, you guys know what happened? Well, they showed some of that. And I was wondering next. I'm like, okay, this is not just like a little period in Elvis's career. It seems like they're spanning the duration of his career. So they, they do show yeah. like the different, you know, like when, when Elvis started getting kind of chubby and he was doing like the yes. karate and shit on stage. They do yes. show that. But he wasn't even that chubby on the stage this time. I was not, like, well, not in the movie. He's not. Yeah. He should have been way more chubby. Like for real, they could have put a fat suit on him. They could have done something. Big David. Yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm not. I didn't feel like this was going to be a good movie. I doubt I'll be seeing this one. The only way that I'm going to review this is if someone asks me to come on their podcast. And that's one of the oh, things that we're talking about. Put that out there. Oh, it's coming, dude. I Make just put no it out mistake. in the universe. You I think I know who's going to ask. 
I do too. <laughs> There's only one person that's going to make you watch a movie like this. Don't you dare, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> then rate it 13. <laughs> hey, I, I still, you know what? I'm still on his side about TCM. Little Texas Chainsaw Massacre right there. So good, dude. Even though he so don't know good. what he's talking about. Love you, though, man. You know what I'm talking about. All right. Right. It's time to talk about some stuff that we've watched. Let's do it. All right. What do we got up here? So, Steve, I think I ha- might have more. I'm not sure I'm going to say all of these. I might save it because we've been going long. But um, what have you watched this week? I only watched one thing in my sickness, and it's a movie called The Protégé. The Protégé. That is starring. Is that with Samuel L. Jackson? Yeah, it's affirmative. Samuel L. Jackson and, and Maggie Q. Okay. Is it Maggie Q? It is. Okay. And it was from what, 2021? Always um, keeping up with the new stuff, Steve. I like it. Dude, don't watch this movie. Wasn't planning on it. You want to know why? The, why? Because it's got Samuel L. Jackson and Maggie Q. No, it's great. And Michael Keaton, it's great. But you know what things make a movie bad for me. The There's ending. a lot, Steve. I don't really know where to start with this one. The ending. Oh, it didn't stick the landing? Oh, dude, it just stops. It just goes to credit. And are you left to wonder what happens? Yes. Next? Yes. <laughs> What's the premise on this one? Let's see. I was like, uh, rescued as a child by yes. the legendary assassin Moody, Anna is the world's most skilled contract killer. However, when Moody is brutally killed, she vows revenge for the man who taught her everything she knows. Directed by Martin Campbell, written by Richard Wank, stars Michael Keaton, Maggie Q, and Samuel L. Jackson. Steve, proceed. Michael Keaton was fantastic. Man. When is he not, really? He's so good. I've never seen him, like, as an older Michael Keaton. Oh, no, he was in the... Uh, I forget there was that movie where he trained hitmen, but very I love seeing when he's just acting tough when he could fight and do all this stuff. But the movie was good until it just stops. I was like, what? I guess they were betting on a sequel, maybe, but I don't think it made enough money for a sequel. But uh, I would say if you guys are into movies that end in a way that you dig then just don't don't even watch it because it builds up to this thing and just stops. There is no fade to black. It just stops. And I said, oh, skip this movie. And I was so in all the way through it. So I will give this movie five. I'm, I'm joking. Five. I, was do, I was doing Steve. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't me, Steve. That was That was the other Steve. I respect your rating, sir. <laughs> I don't know why I mess with that dude. We've so got much. this weird rumble going on on Twitter. <laughs> I get caught up in it sometimes. I'm like, what happened? I didn't start this shit. That's so funny, G. Anyway, I will give this movie a two out of five. Oh, severed heads. That's a good scene. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let All me right, do a couple of quick blasts through right. then, okay? Because I ahead. have a lot of stuff I have to watch for another podcast coming up. So there's no way with the amount of content that I have to consume over the next week that I can include something in this one. Absolutely. So um, I'll start off with the Guardians of Justice, Steve. Have you heard about this? I have. Okay. <laughs> Let me tell you, this is on Netflix, okay? It just dropped last week. When their seemingly fearless leader self-destructs, a team of troubled superheroes must confront festering evil in the world and in themselves. So... 
<clears throat> Let me give you the cast rundown real quick. All right. So you got Tiffany Hines as Black Bow. You've got Denise Richards, who looks incredible still, by the way, as Laura Lang. Uh, Jane Seymour as Addison Walker. Derek Mears as Awesome Man. Uh, Sharni Vincent as The Speed. This was the one that got me. Dallas Page, as in Diamond Dallas Page. Whoa, Steve, as in DDPY Yoga. Dallas Page as Nighthawk in this. And he's actually one of the leads in this. Uh, little, that was crazy. And then you get like. Um, Andy Milanakis, and anytime you throw Andy, hey, Milan- yeah, but anytime it's... you throw Andy Milanakis into something, you kind of know what you're getting. Hey, but anyway. I like Andy Milanakis. He's okay. I don't mind him. Oh, and also Will Yun Lee, not William, uh, Will Yun Lee as I've Marvelous Man. Okay, cool. So, uh, without too many spoilers, what this is about is that you have this team that's assembled, and it's like. Is it the Avengers? Is it just it's more DC related because they're completely robbing like the characters like the character of Nighthawk is definitely supposed to be uh, Batman. Uh, Marvelous Man is definitely supposed to be Superman, though he looks like Omni-Man as far as his uniform goes. Um, Basically, what this show did is they took all these different styles of movies from shit like Scott Pilgrim to uh, I'll even go as far as say like stuff like the 80s kind of weird uh, sci-fi look of like say RoboCop. Yes. You know, like the, when the bad guys are on the screen, like there's some of that in there and there's like animation. It's a little too busy for me if I'm being honest. And I've only watched two episodes of this. And the other thing with uh Nighthawk, because you, you do see him on screen a lot. I don't know if I would feel this way if it wasn't for the fact that I do the DDPY yogurt yogurt. I said yoga because diamond Dallas page has a very distinct voice. His voice is a lot like this. It's one of those, those, those uh, old wrestler voices. You know what I mean? Yes. So I'm so used to hearing that voice tell me, okay, now stretch, you know, all that kind of shit that yes. when I see him as this character, I can't get past that, you know, and he, he's not doing too bad, but he's not doing real great. Again, you're taking all these different franchises and just kind of like mixing them together in a blender and going, this is what guardians of justice is. And so I will say this. I don't think that I'm going to continue with this. I don't think that this the um, the story is strong enough for me to continue. And then the other thing I had to ask myself, Steve, is have I just become like callous when it comes to this type of content? Because like ever since the boys, we even go, let's go further back. Let's say Watchmen. But now, specifically, ever since the boys, we're starting to get more and more of this kind of stuff, right? We've got in. Uh, uh, Oh God, Invincible. We've got, um, oh God, what was the other one that came out on Netflix? It was terrible. It had a very similar title, but it, I, it, I dropped that immediately. We have the Umbrella Academy. We have all this like extreme superhero kind of stuff that's coming out now. And I think it's cool, but when it comes out at such a rapid pace, I kind of have to pick and choose. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, for sure. And this one just doesn't seem like it's got, like at first I was like, oh, this is crazy. It's kind of fucking bonkers and I can get into this. And then I really started thinking about it. I'm like, no, I've seen kind of everything that's going on in one way, shape or form from another franchise before. And for me, I may end up watching a couple more episodes only because I have to talk about it on another podcast. But I think that I'm uh, I think I'm out as it comes like my heart being in it and actually wanting to watch this. I think I'm out. So that's all I'll say about it. If you haven't watched it, Steve, I don't think you will at this point. But that's my thoughts. I've heard some people kind of raving about it because it was it was it's fucking bonkers. But in my opinion, I've already seen all these things 
done much better in other movies or films, you know, whatever television shows I've seen it all before. I'm not really impressed by it. I will say the story's kind of crazy. And had I not seen things like the boys or all these other ones that I've watched, I would be intrigued to watch it, but I've seen so many different versions of this that I'm just, it's like, okay, whatever. That's fine. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Just kind of calloused by it. So uh, guardians of justice isn't for me. I'm going to go ahead and give uh, and again, it's just so fucking busy. It doesn't know what it wants to do with itself. Does it want to look like a Scott Pilgrim movie? Does it want to look like Watchmen? What What are we talking about? So um, I'm going to go ahead and give it uh, a two. I'm just going to give it a, just a regular old two out of five. I'm going to give it two out of five suicides. Nice. Okay. Is That's it though? Fair. It's fair. That's fair. I don't know. I might even, I might trickle down to 1.75 when all is said and done. But right now it's a two. Guardians of Justice on Netflix. Watch it or don't watch it. I don't know if I will be anymore. We'll see. And then um, I did watch this. It's uh, it just it's coming out. I think it just came out yesterday. I watched it on the screener, Steve. It's called Pieces of Her. And I know I wanted you to check this one out. And you didn't get a chance to. But now this is something I can talk about. Uh, when a Saturday afternoon trip to the mall with her mother suddenly explodes into violence and a drift young woman's conception of her mother is forever changed. Uh, it's created by Charlotte Stout and stars Tony Collette, Bella Heath- Heathcote. Jessica Barden, and most importantly, Steve, Omari Hardwick. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something. If you watch watch this show for one reason, it is to see Steve's doppelganger in this. Omari Hardwick, Steve, you look exactly like him. (laughs) I really don't, though. You do. Like, there's just times in this movie... Or in this, this series where I'm, he's a, what it is, he plays uh, Tony Collette's character. Her name is Laura. And he plays her ex-husband, okay? And um, he's he's involved in this somehow where he's still in the family. He still wants to help out, but like yeah. he's estranged from Tony Collette's character. Yeah, yeah. And what this is, I'll just give you like the quick synopsis of the first episode is that um, Tony Collette and her daughter, I'll say Laura and Andy, they go in, they're... They uh, don't live together. They have some problems, you know, because it's the first episode and you got to figure out what the backstory is. But they go into this restaurant and they see some friends that they know. And within like an instant of that, this dude shows up and he puts two caps into the mother and the daughter. It's a mother and daughter and he kills them. Okay. Okay. So he's turning the gun now onto Tony Collette's daughter, Laura's daughter. And she steps up real quick and she has her hands up in the air like, you know, like you do when the cops are there or something. She's like, hey, you know, I'm not doing anything. I don't have any weapons. She is not a cop. She's dressed like a she has an off, um, uh, a uniform on because she's like a dispatcher. Yes. But she's like, she's not a police officer. She just works for them. She's, you know, and he's like, I don't give a fuck. You're a fake useless bitch or something. And so what he does is he he takes <laughs> he takes his, he has a knife. He takes a knife. And he stabs Tony Collette through her hand. Okay. Jesus. Yep. So you got a picture. Her hands are still up. The blade is now coming at her face. All right. Yeah. She does this G thing, dude, where she flips her, her wrist around and goes and cuts his throat. Nice. And this fucking guy dies right there. So now we are wondering, okay, how does she know to do something like this in a, in a, you know, in this kind of a situation. And as the story unfolds, we're finding that the character of Laura or is it Laura has many different identities. She has a whole past. There are people that are out to get her and they're looking for her. And now because of her association with Laura, they're looking for her daughter, Andy too. So that's basically the premise of the, of the series. And so far I'm three episodes in and it's good. I like it. I think I will continue with it. Um, I have to see where it goes because I got to see what they're doing with this character of Laura. So I won't really say much more than that because I know we have more to talk about. But yeah, that is Pieces of Her and it's on Netflix right now. I will give Pieces of Her uh, so far because I haven't watched that much of it. I'm going to go 3.25 out of five 
hand injuries. Nice. Okay. All right. I think you should check that one out, though, man. Okay. Now, there's another one that I... I don't know. I don't know if we really need to like talk about this one too much. In fact, I think I'm going to skip it, but I will say that next time we meet, how about we talk about the boys presents diabolical. Okay, cool. Right, Cause you haven't watched that one yet. And no, it's I just, have not. it's basically just like a, a series of shorts. They're all approximately like 10 minutes long. And, um, Oh, now I'm talking about it, but it's on, it's on prime video. And, uh, what I like about this, maybe it's the cell for you is that we actually get to see the real character of Huey. Oh, cool. Yeah, like they do. It's just a bunch, bunch of different ones. But um, Simon Pegg actually comes back to play Huey in this. Oh, cool. And we see like a different version of Butcher. So it's cool. And Jason Isaacs plays Butcher, by the way. Oh, nice. So, yeah, you, all these different like one of them, the first one. Oh, Anthony Starr's in it. I did not know that yet, but he's in it. Um, ben Schwartz is some of the other people. Now, Elizabeth Shue, she's playing Madison, uh, excuse me, Madeline Stilwell. So you get some of those same characters. Andy Samberg, Christian Slater does some narration in one of them. I think that's episode three. So there's a lot of big names in this. And, oh, I am on episode five. That's right. And I'll tell you why. Because that particular episode, Steve, is created and written by your favorite person in the entire world. Who? Aquafina. Yeah, I'm out, dude. (laughs) No, don't be out for the whole series. But I will say that you can go ahead and skip that one because it is it's terrible. It's very like I know the shit that we were just talking about a little while ago and I get it. We're all saying it in jest, but this is basically poop humor. This whole episode is just poop humor. And uh, of course it is. It's not good. It's really not good. So, I, you know me, I'll defend her and I'm, I can't defend her on this. It's absolutely terrible. So that's the one. That's where I stopped because I was already like, oh, the wind's out of my sails now. I'll wait and I'll finish it up later. But everything up to that point was pretty entertaining. OK, so let's check back on that one. Let me know what you think. OK, done deal. And then before we talk about the big show, the main event, I just got turned on to this. I think it was Rob Forrest that was like, hey, you guys should really check this out. It's on Epics. I'd like to hear what your thoughts are on this. So maybe we should come back to this one, too. But I will tell you that because of his recommendation, I started from on Epics. Now, Uh, do you know anything about this one? I know nothing about it. You haven't heard anything at all? Nope. All right. So it says unravel is from 2022. It's on epics. Unravel the mystery of a city in Central America that imprisons everyone who enters as the residents struggle to maintain a sense of normalcy and seek the way out. They must also survive the threats of the surrounding forest. So that's decent. It's not really a city. It's more of like this little small, small town. Okay. They're, they're not explaining it exactly the way that they should, but it's basically okay. the small town and it starts off with this family that's in this RV you know, the husband and the wife may be traveling with their kids for a certain reason. I'll say that. And they come upon this town because they're lost. They stop. They ask for directions. And um, the, uh, you know, uh, what's his name? Harold. Is it Perinu? The guy from Lost? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So Harold Perinu plays like their sheriff of the town. He's the one that's kind of, con- I don't want to say controlling, but he he definitely is like the law enforcement in the town. And okay. he is the main reason why the town is the way that it is. That's a good thing. Okay. okay? But when he, they stop off and they talk to him, what's going on is they're doing a service for somebody. I won't say why, but it's a service that's going on and it's right out there on the street. And he tells me, he's like, look, y'all know what it was like your first time. So don't just don't talk to these people. Okay. I'll handle it. And they ask him for direction. And he's like, uh, yeah, well it's yeah, just go down the road. You'll find the exit. You know, you must've just missed it. And the whole purpose of this is, is that they can't get off this road. So it doesn't matter if they turn right, they turn left, they go, whatever. They're always going to end up in like a circle pattern Okay. in this town. And from there, I'm just going to say that if you liked midnight mass, 
there's a vibe there that I think you're going to like this show, Steve. Right. I think you need to watch this one. There's definitely an element of horror to it. Uh, some pretty decent special effects. There's a lot of suspense. Uh, some really cool like ways of like, a, you know, like if you take like, say something like uh, The Walking Dead, they have their own set of laws for people that break the laws and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So okay. it's not necessarily post-apocalyptic, but if you look at it in the sense of they're like away from everyone else in the world, it's kind of that same setting. So they have their force to make their own communities, their own rules and stuff like that. And some of the... Um, the repercussions that happen to people for not doing certain things can get a little brutal at times. You know what I mean? And then, and then you're dealing with uh, Boyd Stevens, who is Harold Perrineau, his whole, like, you know, I created this, but now I actually have to act on these rules for like, you know, when people get punished and stuff like that. Yeah. It's super interesting, dude. I'm not really giving away anything, but I'm just telling you, if you like midnight mass vibe, you're going to like this one. So check it out. Cool. All right. Uh, I'm not even going to, well, I'll just rate it right now from what I'm seeing so far. I'm easily a 3.75 to possibly a four talismans. Nice. Okay. So check it All out, right. please. I'm definitely, I got to know what you think about this one. Okay. Now we can talk about the big show, Steve. All right. Take it. You know, I've been flapping my lips. Why don't you take over? Ladies and gentlemen, there is a certain, because uh, number one, we got to say that this has been a buildup for how long now? Good couple of years. I mean, it has to be a, it got pushed back a few times. And of course we are talking about, the man, the myth, the legend, the Batman. Uh, this stars Robert Pattinson, Zoe Kravitz, Paul Dano, Jeffrey Wright, John Turturro, Peter Sarsgaard, Andy Serkis, Colin Farrell. <laughs> I didn't, mind you, I did not know that last night. Oh, really? You no, really I did, did not. Because like, you don't watch trailers, so I can see that. I do, I, not much. And I was like, who, anyway, the stars in the, uh, it was, it was released technically what Thursday? This last Thursday, March fourth. Wait, March third. Mar- oh, it says March fourth here. Well, March fourth um, would be the day that the, the big opening. I'm not going to tell you. That everyone that's listening within the sound of my voice knows what Batman's about. The yeah, Batman and we're also going to do spoiler free on this one. Yes, for sure, because no one's seen it yet. Um. So before, oh, you know what? First of all, I guess before Dan gets into his review, I'm just going to say my history with Batman is I've never. I used to watch the Adam West version, obviously. Um, and then it was a long break in, uh, growing up to when I was like nine. And I watched the 19 or about 11. And I watched the 1989 Batman and it changed the game for me. It changed the game. And every other Batman since then has been held up to the 1989 Batman. And it's compared to that because it means something. Maybe part of it's nostalgia. Maybe part of it's Keaton. Who knows? Prince. You know, Nicholson, it's just magic to me. And so uh, I've been rating everything against that, The Dark Knight, all the Batman since then. And, you know, I've been disappointed with some, liked a few. But, Dan, I want to know from you, how has this The Batman matched up to your expectations? I like how you just flipped it on me, buddy. I was waiting for your review. And now I'm back to reviewing again. Absolutely. All right, I'll play the game, Steve. I know how you are. Just like, yeah. So I'm sitting in the theater. I do want to say this one thing first, but you've heard me talking about it. I have a migraine today. I've had the same fucking migraine since about half an hour before the movie started. Like I'm literally in the shower getting ready to go to this movie and I'm struck with this migraine and I almost didn't go, but I'm like, this one feels weird and I don't know if it's going to carry on. And I do want to talk about it this weekend. In fact, it did carry on all the way into the weekend. So um, I just want you to know that when I watched this movie, I had a terrible headache. And I do plan on going back to watch it again because I do feel like I missed a lot of little, you know, just little things that you that make the movie that much better. I'll just start with that. 
But uh, I will say, Steve, that I was thoroughly, thoroughly entertained with this movie. Okay. It clocks in at almost three hours. I think the actual film time is around two hours and 47, 48 minutes, and the rest is all credits. So, yeah, it makes it a two-hour and 55-minute movie. But uh, thoroughly entertained with this movie. This is kind of the Batman movie that I wanted to see. Let me explain. I get the whole larger-than-life Batman as part of the Justice League and fighting the Joker, let's say Keaton's Batman. Okay, the big characters, you know, Danny DeVito as the Penguin and all that, and that that whole Tim Burton kind of feel to the movies. I love that shit. This one is like a dark, noir, detective movie. I know people already know this. I'm not really breaking new ground here, but I love it because it's got like this narration. I love when you have those noir movies and you have that like, you know, your little rain in the background. It's like. There's a million stories in this city. That kind of shit. You know what I mean? Yes, <laughs> I yeah. like that kind of stuff. So okay. it, it's chock full of that. Action's great. I will say that it is long. It's a long movie. And personally, I'm always of the opinion that you can always shave off a good 15, 20 minutes of a movie if you're at the three hour mark. That's just me. But uh, I mean, if we're just going down the cast, I think Robert Pattinson does a fucking fantastic job as Batman and Bruce Wayne, or dare I say, just Batman. Because in this movie, I feel... Like what we're really seeing is the true, like Bruce Wayne is Batman. You know what I mean? And we're seeing more of the Batman than we see of Bruce Wayne. And I really appreciated that in this one. This is year two for Batman. He hasn't really established his whole public figure thing as Bruce Wayne, where, you know, he's in the limelight going to all these events and stuff. And everyone's like, oh, hello, Mr. Wayne. I mean, you do get a little bit of that, but he's still young. He's still dark. And he's just really fixated on on creating the Batman, you know, the, the alter ego of Batman and doing his job as the vigilante of Gotham city. So I'm liking where we're at with him on this. Uh, Zoe Kravitz as Selena Kyle, in my opinion, is the best Catwoman. I think she's fucking fantastic in this beautiful too. Just, I mean, just put her on anything and I'll sit and stare at the screen, but I liked her chemistry with Robert Pattinson. I think they did, just did great together, and I'm looking forward to more of that. I think she just killed it in the role. Uh, Jeffrey Wright as James Gordon, in my opinion, is the best James Gordon that I've seen so far. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm not going to go out and say, this is the best Batman movie I've ever seen, but I'm just saying like the certain characters and the little nuances that they have really, really made me like this about them. But Jeffrey Wright, like you just felt the weight of the situation. With him, I don't know what you think about that. Tell me in a little bit here, but I just, you know, the, you just felt the weight of the situation and, and the the stakes whenever Jeffrey Wright was on board, man. Just, just fucking great. Um, Colin Farrell, though, that's the standout for me, man, because I, like you said, you didn't even know that was him. Like I've seen this character so many times in trailers and things like that, as as basically as Oz, as they're calling him, but basically he's the Penguin, and I just can't see it. I can't hear Colin Farrell in it. I can't see Colin Farrell in this performance. I would never have guessed if you never would have told me that that's freaking Colin Farrell, but he just does a great job. And what makes me really excited about this is I love how they, how he played the character of the penguin, but now I'm even more intrigued because HBO max is creating like a, uh, like a, as they're putting a Scarface origin story that they're going to do a series on. I think they finally woke up and went, Oh wow. Peacemaker works. So let's, let's stick with this type of a tone. So I'm really, really looking forward to that. Now, Paul Dano as the Riddler. When I think of the Riddler, Steve, in film, I'm always going to go Jim Carrey. Okay? Yes. Okay. But the first scene featuring the Riddler in this was disturbing as shit. And like when he does his first, you know, big move showing that he's a threat in that particular yes. scene, 
I literally jumped. Like it was kind of scary to me. You know what I mean? And I think it's because this movie, like whenever he's on screen and the way that he's playing to Batman, he's dropping clues and stuff. And it gives me that seven vibe. You know what I mean? Like this movie yes. has like a, like a, a definite seven presence to it. There's just certain things that I saw from this movie that it, you know, it gave me like a um, memories of a different type of movie, like seven, for instance, but it all felt original to me and I loved it. Uh, circus, Andy circus is Alfred. It's, you know, going a little bit darker, loved all of it. So right at this moment in time in our conversation, I don't really have a lot of bad things to say about this. Uh, Carmine Falcone, John Turturro, everyone was just fucking fantastic. There's no weak link in this movie for me. So I'll just stop there right now. What do you think? Um, so I agree with all the things you said about the performances. The performances are great for me, except for, you know, the main Robert Pattinson. Okay. I thought he was a good Batman, probably the worst Bruce Wayne. This is probably the worst Bruce Wayne we've had on screen. I just, I'd rather him just stay in the suit, you know, because this is just not, he's kind of that, you know, you know, I knew, it's like a kid I knew in high school. (laughs) He's like that guy. He's like, man, he's down and out guy over there. Okay. You know, that's, I guess that's what it is, which is fine, but you got to give me some sort of emotional something. Give me something other than that. Hey, yeah. Okay. I'm like, I, I just, I can't do that for a, a whole three hour situation, which the good thing is at least he was Batman and then the voice made sense. I'm like, oh, I get it. Yeah, Great bat that, that, voice, by the way. Good bat voice. Um, and, uh, but again, uh, you know, Jeffrey Wright killed it. Paul Dano killed it. Uh, everyone was just, Colin Farrell was just unrecognizable. I did, again, like you said, I would not have known who that was. I thought the, 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 they set the tone of what Gotham was very well. I liked, uh, you know, all the little things like riding your motorcycle through the rain. I was like, oh, this is, it could be corny, but it really is working for me right now. This is really cool. Um, you know, the club scene was, you know, Sarsgaard is, every time I see him show up somewhere, I'm, I'm excited. I like him, though. I think he's really fun to watch. Um, you know, Chaturo, I have loved him since the Spike Lee days. He's always puts on a great, a great performance. He's always fun. They never ask him to do something that's like, hey, uh, do something way out of your groove. No, he's just Totoro. Yeah, it's this, one of those things where it's like, we have a certain character, we need Totoro for this. You have to get Totoro, because otherwise you get somebody else and that you'd say, you know who would have played this really well? Totoro. Yeah. John Totoro. But all in all, the goal for a long movie is for you not to feel the length. That's the goal. If you make a long movie, you're not supposed to even realize how long that movie was. And I felt... Around the two-hour mark, I felt after that. Now, in all fairness, what time did you see this movie? At 12 o'clock midnight. Okay, so you're going into the three o'clock hour. You can't absolutely. You but can't, all you can of the crew, some of that though to your uh, uh, maybe a little, but the whole crowd was getting antsy. It's also three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, but these guys came in. Some of them, you could tell that this was like they probably just woke up. Yeah, they came in rowdy to the point that I was like, "Oh Jesus, this is going to be a pain." And they, it was like stone silence. I saw some phones come up. And the funny thing is a phone came up from this girl and normally I get real pissed off, but I'm like, yeah, it's been two hours and 15 minutes. So she pulls up her phone and I hear her sigh. And I was like, (laughs) I wonder what she's going to say. And she's like, there's a freaking stinger. 
And I heard the guy next to her like, oh, God. So and it's they questionable if that's an actual stinger, by the way. That's not really stinger. But when it, the stinger happened, oh, they were mad. They were upset. But I could everyone in the theater was kind of just like there was not an applause. And there was like, quite a few people. No applause when it started. Other people when it started, people were like, "Yay, let's go!" At the end, when it just ended, they're just like, "All right, yeah, okay, that was a long freaking movie." And I felt it too. I felt like, "Yeah, we can move this thing along." There were way too many dry points where nothing was really happening. I guarantee there is a tighter film in here. Oh yeah, like I said, you, anytime there's like three hours, you could always tighten it up to at least two and a half. But there's some three-hour movies where you're like, that didn't feel like three hours. This is true. And and in your, not necessarily defense, but to agree with you, as much as I like this movie, and I saw this at five o'clock in the afternoon, I felt the weight of the the amount of time that was going on. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I, I definitely like felt it. that it was a longer movie. Um, I would be lying to you if I said I didn't look at my phone just to see how much longer it was. So, For real. But that's I, not I necessarily taking away from my review of it. Oh, no, 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 it's no. Just For me. Long. For me, it is because I like long movies where I just don't even feel. I'm just like, oh, this was fair. But all in all, there was just, I think the first 30 minutes, I was thinking, well, no, after the, there's a, a, no spoilers, but there's an action sequence in like the first 15, 10 minutes uh, where, you know, I was like, oh, this should be, this is going to be good. And then was this after the subway? No, the subway fight. Okay. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is going to be fun. But here's what I will also say. I wasn't expecting a Batman that could like fight as well as people that can fight. Like he's not a Batman we're used to. Right. We're this is not that person. This is a person who has practiced fighting for some time, but he's not really capable yet. He's just really good, but you get the right person, it's done. You know what I'm saying? And this also made clear the whole no gun situation, how ridiculous it is. Because if other people have guns, guess what, G? You probably are going to get killed eventually. Yeah. Because other people have guns. And so this was a very human Batman. Like, even though Batman is a human, this was a very human being Batman where it's like, even though he has the the suit on, he didn't feel he didn't feel like unbeatable. Yeah, it's more grounded. Totally more grounded, more grounded. In reality for sure. Yeah, when he feels the punches, he feels the gunshots, he feels all this stuff. And if that's your thing, I think that's really cool. For me though, like if someone's taking care of a city, here's the thing: it goes both ways. If someone's taking care of a city and they're very very grounded. That makes you feel for that person because you're like, he's putting his body on the line for the sake of humanity in this city. And that's a beautiful thing. But on the other side, I'd be like, but I feel more safe in this city when I see a guy that beat up a bunch of people and didn't even get touched. I feel more safe. If I see him hanging on and I'm like, oh, if something didn't occur, he would have died. I'm like, is this really the guy we should be having? But again, Steve. Protecting the city. Yeah, but to me, it seems like you're, and again, this is totally your opinion. I totally respect it. But what I'm saying is it seems to me like you're comparing a more established Batman, maybe Justice League worthy Batman to say, or even Keaton for that matter, to a young upstart. Like, this, Well, no, he's Dark Knight, the Dark Knight, he trained, we saw him training. 
Yeah, this is true. We witnessed him training. So he was an upstart too. He just understood. He's like, look, you have to be a dangerous person. And he was far more. And I'm not, that's not even my, you know, I'm not a dark knight crazy person. Mm-hmm. I just I. knew if one thing that Batman can do, if there's one thing he can do, it's squab. He can get his fight on. No questions asked. In this one, they just chose to make it so that he really can't fight. He can fight well, like I said, but compared to like if any of the other Batman went head up against this one, they would destroy him. Now, there like is a- Christian Bale would knock him senseless. That Batman, I appreciate would what you're knock saying. this guy, and so would uh, like. Would you feel confident? Like that's what I'm saying. I think that it's it's a tough thing where it's like the smart thing they did was they put up the right the right person against this Batman. The Riddler's a perfect foe for this Batman. You you know what I'm saying? This is a this is a perfect person to put up against this Batman. Um because if anybody else was up against him, I mean could he could he hang? You know, could he hold his own? Could he even functionally you know, beat this person. That's my, that's my, like, there's no way Bane is having a problem with this kid. They'd be like, we need to get a grown person because I'm just going to wash through him. So you like a more established Batman, basically. Not even established. Like I said, Bell wasn't established. He just trained hard and was like, well, here we go. Here we go. This guy maybe trained hard. The director chose to make him more, accessible that's he, what i liked about it for me oh that's good though that's, i liked that's that good. there was a that the stakes were high that you know you did hear him groan in pain when he was injured i like that because again year two he still figured it out and i can't remember the line again i was watching this through migraine eyes but you know towards the end of the movie he basically says something to the degree i think it's a conversation with alfred where it's like now i kind of know what i need to do you know what I mean? I can't remember exactly what the line was, but it's like he's aware that he has to become something bigger than this to protect the city. And maybe it's in his narration, but he's aware of it. You know what I mean? So I just, for me, it was like this little point in time for Batman that I really enjoyed because I've never seen a Batman that, like, that's what you're saying, where it's like, oh, he could possibly die right now. You know what I mean? I kind of enjoyed that. Okay. But I mean, you know, to each their own. Yeah, no, I mean, no question. Again, I think it's just... uh it boils down to what you expect from a superhero. Should we call Batman a superhero? At this point, I wouldn't. And nor did they. They called him a vigilante. In general, should we call him a superhero? Well, once you get into the freaking Justice League, I would say let's go ahead and call him a superhero. I don't know. Actually, thinking about it now, when we think superhero is because they're, superhero, they're superhuman. He's the normal guy. Well, that could be for like Peacemaker as well. Peacemaker uh, has uh, no powers. Oh, no, that's totally true. You know. But you know what? No, here's the funny part. The, but that is in an alternate universe because you see how strong he is? No human being can just throw somebody 15 feet into the air. They're making Batman normal. Like Batman has been the only time, remember the only time Batman like throws somebody across the room? Remember Ben Affleck had that crazy costume? Yeah. That like gave him, that's when he was just like, yeah, buddy. I got like some stuff on me, but uh, again, I didn't hate this movie. As a matter of fact, it's like if in this movie is a good, 
detective movie. He's a he's a detective that can sort of fight, like re- pretty well, better than the average person. Yeah. He can fight, but it's a detective movie about a guy who could fight. The only downside I say is that it could have ended, man. There's a part where this just could have ended wonderfully and been like, I want more. But by the end, there wasn't a thing of, man, I wish there was more movie. I don't think anyone in my theater thought, I wish there was more movie. I will agree with you. And that's what you want. You want people, when the the credits to go, that's what makes you applaud. Because you're like, hey, yes, because you want more. Everyone at the end of this was like, that's enough movie for me. Well, it's unfair to compare it to something like a Marvel, like an Endgame or something. I totally see your oh, point. Oh, no, you can't. It's just a different do. vibe in general. Though. And you can't also, that's not what they were. No. You know what? And also, I don't compare anything to any Marvel because we witnessed something that was an anomaly in time. Nothing happened like that before. That's not even fair to compare things to that. And like we've always like, said, that movie is the culmination of 10 years. Exactly. But even Iron Man, there's only one John Favreau that could have made that happen to the point when it ended, you're applauding. That's not normal. And so people are like, well, it's not as good as, uh, uh, you know, this. I'm like, yeah, but that's not fair to do that because not every director does the same thing. John Favreau directs movie f- movies for the audience. Some directors direct movies for what they would want to see. This is my my uh, vision of Batman. You know what I'm saying? This is what I think these people would do a great job bringing out the vision of Batman. Favreau says, what would I want to see and what would the audience lose their bonkers mind over? And he does that. He knows what he's going for. I don't think they were going for that on Batman, this on the Batman. He wasn't being like, oh, I'm going to make the crowd go crazy on yeah. this part. No, I That's agree not with you. What he was 100%. Going for. Yeah. I agree with That's you. That's good. Not to, yeah. like, you didn't hear me the first time, but again, I do believe it's because it's year two. It's just, he's he's basically a detective in a bat suit. That's what I, and he's chosen this year two Batman, though. Other year two Batmans are different. He's chosen a more accessible year two. Yeah. I don't know. Which it I, worked for me, man. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I, I totally understand. Did I, I just think um, I'm very eager to see what the future of this, because uh, I'm sure this is just the establishing shot. Even though in this, you know, it's just the establishing thing of this Batman. I really hope it doesn't take five movies for Bruce Wayne to emerge. I really hope not. I think Alfred does tell him something about that too. Like you need to work on your public figure. I forget how he put it, but yeah, it's, it's, I just appreciated that there was some attention drawn to the fact that we weren't getting that version of Bruce Wayne. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. And do you, would you say, is this your favorite DC movie in recent years? Mm, I hate to do that when I, right after I just watched it, you know, you should Uh, be the, the high point. Um, it's definitely one of the better ones, but I, for me, I'm still a huge fan of when you, when you say DC, to me, I'm thinking like DCEU, you know, so yeah. I'm still bigger on like the superhero stuff. Like, sup- like to me, Man of Steel is just fantastic. Dude, I, when you told me to watch that and I watched it, I said, this is what people were complaining about. This yeah. was a really good movie. Yeah, that's just to me, that's the benchmark for like the DCEU is is Man of Steel. 
I know I there's other go. people out there that will totally disagree with me on that. But for me, oh. that movie works. And then, you know, like we've talked about multiple times on this show, there's just a lot of disappointment after that. Uh, Wonder Woman included, even though the first one was good. I think the second one actually made this first one kind of worse. If I'm being honest oh, no. with yeah. you. Yeah. Well, know? I mean, would you put, would you put the first one, would you put this over the first Wonder Woman? Yes. Would you put this over Batman versus Superman? Yes. Would you put this over Justice League? Uh, it's apples to oranges <laughs> is the only thing, dude. I'm saying, but would like, as far as you sitting in the theater feeling, I would the much time, rather sit in the, you know, okay. Now, you know, I watched that movie a grip of times when we recorded it. You did. So I was able to do basically 12 to possibly 16 hours of Justice League just for the purposes of a podcast. I think those movies flowed a little better. They really. I'm not even a. You know me, dude. I'm not saying they're better, but they flow better. I'm not a Snyder person. Yeah. At all. But how long was the Snyder cut? You like Snyder. Stop it. Oh, no, I'm not. A, the only thing I like are his horror movies. Yeah, but you like them. You're talking about like Snyderverse. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, like I said, I just think that they flowed better, but I liked the I just like this story. You know, it's just totally I, and it's also fresh. And maybe over time, I'll, you know, weather back a little bit. But the thing is, is I'm a huge fan of Matt Reeves. You know, War uh, of the Planet of the Apes, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, Let Me In, which was let, uh, like Let the Right One In, the American version. He's done some great work. Oh, he's fan. The thing is, I I think he's a good director. I I I I think that he. Uh, I'm fairly surprised that they let this movie out of the door at three hours, and they no one said, you know, this could. You could really trim this down. Well, it's hard to turn the argument when you just did the Justice League, though. Snyderverse, you know, here's four hours. Is three that bad? But someone in there is like, maybe that's what happened where they're like, oh, but people are going to be asking for the longer cut. There's only one group of fans that are like that. (laughs) Like maybe a few groups of fans. Snyder fans are different. I don't think they would have asked for the Matt Reeves cut like in that big of a craziness. If you would have trimmed it way back, think about all the stuff you can have on the, you know, the special features or the Blu-ray, whatever. But in my opinion, again, in my opinion, I think this is my ultimate review is it's a decent, okay movie with a better movie hidden inside. Okay, that's fair. Oh, also love. I loved uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane. That was another one that he produced. Uh, the Cloverfield Paradox. I might be in the minority, but I liked that movie. <laughs> so just, I'm a you Matt like Reeves the guy. P- Paradox. What's that? Oh, did he produce Ten Cloverfield, Cloverfield Lane? He did. In uh, that was a, 2016, like, um, and then in 2018, he did the Cloverfield Paradox. I liked uh, uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane, but again, it was very. Uh, um, I did not e- expect anything, and the ending was fantastic, man. Uh, he's like the thing is, there's no question he's a good director. And let me tell you something. He directed a good film in this film. There is a good film in here. I just unfortunately sat down and watched a longer film that covered the amazing, the good film. I do feel you, man. The entire time I'm in there, I'm like, this movie's great, but God damn it, it's long. So, And there were some just shouts where I was just like, are we going somewhere with this or... And in my opinion, and I might be totally wrong, there are a few too many meetings on that tower. 
like one too many. I was like, yeah, we got it, man. You know, meeting at the top of the tower and then talking and then leaving. Then meeting at the top of the tower. I'm like, oh, dude, come on, man. Let's go. Like, let's speed. Let's, because there are some points where I'm like, yes, yes. And then nothing for like some days. <laughs> and then I'm like, yay. It was like, but again, I can, mind you, I can watch Jeffrey Wright though, do almost nothing and be entertained. But again, Great movie. Uh, uh, there's a good movie inside this okay movie. That is my review. And Dan seems to really have liked it a lot, which is great. It is great, Steve. I think so. What do you rate it? Um, I will give the Batman. Dude, man. Oh, 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 one more thing. Uh, how did you like? Well, whoever they're teasing at the end. Oh, never mind. We can't talk about that. No, no never it's mind. Fine. It's no, already no, no, all over the place. I will say that I hope that they leave it there because I've seen enough of that already. Ooh. You know what I mean? There's other, there's other people that we can see. I'm still not saying it. I think we all know what I'm talking about. We've seen it enough times in Batman movies to where I'm, I'm good. We've you know? gotten two legendary ones. Yeah. Do we need Let three? it go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Do we need three? There's like, other characters out there, man, that I want to see. Give me fucking Clayface. Give me a, uh, Shit, give, give me, me Two-Face Scarecrow. again. What about Scarecrow? Scarecrow, we've seen. See, we've seen Scarecrow. We've seen Two-Face. And if we count, like, the animated movies, we've seen all these other ones already. Have but, we seen a good Scarecrow? Um, I wasn't really a fan of Scarecrow. In oh, the, no, 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 In the no, no, no. Nolan stuff. He was all okay. Right. Okay. But, like, Killian Murphy is always a hit or miss with me, too. The That's only the reason I'm saying Matt, because uh, Matt Reeves does horror. Yeah. And Scarecrow's supposed to be scary as hell. That would be good. He could do it really, like I'm talking about like a pumpkin head type look where it's like, Jesus, look at this. There's lots of whispers going on right now. I know there's nothing set in stone, but there's lots of whispers going on about possibly doing a grounded Mr. Freeze, which could be interesting because God, what did Arnold Schwarzenegger, excuse me, Arnold Schwarzenegger's version is just so horrible and so full of puns. And it's just, it's terrible. Do we want to do grounded? Yeah, Let's have, I like could, grounded, dude. I really I, do. But because we thing. have so many other versions of this where this is grand superheroes with, you know, Batman being able to fight Superman and shit. I'm totally cool with this I, just being its own thing. Let me, the only reason I would say, and that's a, I totally get that. For me, this grounded Batman, if you're going to use this grounded person in a superhero movie, the way that you effectively use this is to say, since he's grounded, he can fill in for the audience. He's the grounded one. And when these monsters come in, or like these people that are like, what the hell? He's what the helling just like we are. In other movies, there these are like, you know, in other movies that are like really amazing Batman. Well, obviously when he sees Bane, he's like, let's rock. Because he's not grounded with us. Whereas this Batman would look at Bane and be like, oh my God, what the hell is that? How do I beat it? Because he's grounded with us now. So It's also going to depend, Steve, on what we see the next time we, he shows up. Because is it going to be year four? You know what I'm saying? Oh, like there's a lot that can happen in that time. That's true. Because he can't be running into these monsters in year three. And he's got because- some super dope tech too, by the way. Like the one thing I'll say before we go is um, I won't even say what it is. But the the newest tech that I don't think I've ever seen Batman use where it has to do with surveillance. Oh, yeah. That was really, really cool. I liked it. I liked it until he had to fudge with the reception. I was like, what? Steve gets that's not how that Steve works. Steve acting like the manager of Radio Shack. And- <laughs> I know, but that's not how that works. 
I was like, you wouldn't have to tune in. What do you? You know, if I was him, I would add a couple extra diodes <laughs> to hold the current better. You know what I'm saying? But and I, you know what I will also say? Um, I love Zoe. Boy, but do I love Pfeiffer's Catwoman. Well, she's iconic. Dude, And, man. you know, I can't she's say she's my campy. favorite. That, I, I can't say that I, she, Zoe's my favorite Catwoman. That's right. I love, love, Batman love. Returns is definitely one of my favorite Batman movies. It might, in my opinion, be better than the first one. It's just so. And I even, and the thing is, even though the movie was bad, the best looking Catwoman was Halle Berry. She had the physique for Catwoman, but Zoe, for me, I if someone was like, next up, a Catwoman movie with what Zoe did in this movie, I'm in. I'm in, dude. I want to see I, a series. I could see a I would, Catwoman series. Dude, I, I, would, I would really I love how they did. All of a sudden, they showed her nails. Little things that she did. I'm like, yeah, yeah Zoe, yeah, Catwoman, let's do this thing. Uh, she can fight. Um... I don't like how they got, how they let John Turturro have the drop on her, though. I these things, and I and I think it's because people like grounded heroes. I I'm not one of those people. You want to see I, the full package superhero with all the bells and whistles? Ab, not even full package. I want to see their okay. They trained, and the reason that they're putting on this insane costume is because they're that good. Up until then, have a weak sauce costume where you're learning. But when you put on that full-on gadget, it's because no one can touch you. And this one is, that's why I liked the um, Catwoman. I can kind of deal with the getting the drop on her because she doesn't even have a Catwoman suit yet, really. Yeah, she's just rocking half a ski mask. She just knows how to fight. But I know that as time goes on, guess who's not going to be touching her? Nobody. She's not going to be able to be messed with, dude. Not even, I mean, Batman's not going to be flexible with the way he fought here. I think he, she, could, she could take him. This movie, Catwoman could take Batman. No question. She's that good of a fighter. Okay. I, th- I, I think she's that good of a fighter. <laughs> even though they gave him the edge, I was like, wait a minute. From what we saw? She can hold her own. Bruh. Dude gets shot and he's like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, again, for me, I, get, then, I totally get it. But for me, I was kind of like, oh, look at they're making him all. He's got, he's yelping right. in pain. He freaking gets, there's a part where I'm not going to say anything. I'll say one word, a stretcher. If you don't get the deuce up out of here with that. <laughs> if you don't get the deuce up out of here with that. Gingerly. Link. Oh, come on. You've got valid and, arguments, man. And no one looked underneath. Although, are you kidding me? <laughs> really? Suspension of disbelief. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, oh, I, I was almost like, oh, you've got to be out of your free. Then later on, who is this kid? You know how you could have found out who that kid is? When all 30 of y'all were chilling <laughs> and he was sleeping in a mug. Nigga. That's the thing that really got me. That's the one thing. I'm glad you brought that up. How are you not going to take the mask off? Gee, come on! How are you not going to take the cow? That's ridiculous. Also, no one's curious. This guy's been, like, you know, depending on who's talking, terrorizing the city for two years now. No one's curious. And here's the funny part. Even Gordon, for that matter? Thank you. And here's the interesting part, Gene. Hypothetically, if a person gets shocked with a lot of amps or volts, yeah. right? And then falls 
somewhere. And you get up immediately. But another time you're asleep for 30 minutes, nigga. Sleep for 30 minutes. You are not a superhero. <laughs> you're not. If you can just be like, oh, shoot, I'm awake. Hey, hey, where did I come? What? Well, I like, mean, you asked the question earlier. Can we even call Batman a superhero? No. Take away all the shit that he had in Justice League, for that matter. He's just a guy that can fight. But and he's smart. Squab, though. As we saw in the warehouse scene, even if he didn't have those things on, he could squab. Yeah, but Pattinson got down on that one scene with those fucking subway guys. He, but, dude... Did you see how many times he took a hit and he like crumbled to his knee? I was like, you got a suit on, bro. If they're hitting you with a pipe and you're going to one knee, how good is your suit? Well, in your defense, but yet it could in take- your defense he did take bullets better than that. Thank so, you. Why is he going to a knee getting hit with a pipe? There's some inconsistencies. I'm not going to lie. And, and they're all inconsistencies that I didn't even really think of. Like, again- and I hate to keep repeating myself, but if I watch this movie with a normal brain and I'm not like holding my right eye because I'm about ready to throw up because of a migraine, I may have seen more of this kind of stuff. And I was really trying to hold on to it, which is why I'm oh, going to no. take because Gil yeah. didn't want to go at first. Uh, but I'm going to take her back and watch this. one. Tell me week. what she thinks, because here's what I will say. I think I would have been less or like way more forgiving if it wasn't that uh, there's a dope buildup to that. There's like a sound effect they use where you hear them in the distance. Right? I'm like, oh, snap. I'm having trouble remembering how the theme went, but I thought the theme was awesome, too. The theme. Okay, Dan, let me tell you something. Okay, then we got to go. The theme made me the most angry. Really? It's one note away from the Darth Vader theme. What? Okay, now you got to calm down. One, if you play the Darth Vader theme and the Batman theme, it is one note away. And now I got online and Googled it, and everybody's like, is anyone else talking about how it's pretty much the Darth Vader theme? I'm like, thank you, thank you. I wish I. I I'm I looking at the soundtrack right now. Let me see if this is this is this is it. Yeah. And that's Darth Vader's is dun 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 dun. One note away. <laughs> One note they decided to take away. And give it to Batman. Yet, you're completely fine with the Vanilla Ice stealing uh, Queen. Oh, I, but here's the thing. They thought no one was going to notice. <laughs> and every time you walked in, dun, 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 dun. I'm like, uh, you add in one note. We're talking. And it's weird because it's a black dude in a, or it's a black thing in a cape. And I'm like, it's Darth Vader again. I'll have to look that up because honestly, I didn't. Well, go to Darth Vader's theme real quick. I know the song, but the back of my fucking hand. I hear you. Okay, so now do you hear it in Batman? I see what you're talking about, but I don't understand why you have to compare the two. You don't? It just I it gave it, that to me, it just gave it that, like, that gritty kind of, like, Yeah, like looming. something's coming. I yeah. Like I like, like it. It's, like something in a black cape's coming. Nah. Yeah. I, like, Honestly, I didn't. It's not like when I hear dun, 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 dun. I'm like Darth Vader. I was just like, oh, I like the atmosphere Bro, it's given. The I not once is- went dun, 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 dun. Oh, dun, dude, as soon as I heard it, I said, I said, that's Darth Vader's theme except for one note. But that might be the musical craziness. But then that's when the I got musical on tw- craziness in you. Steve. No, but then I get on Twitter and everybody's like, uh, so we're just going to pretend. 
that that's not Darth Vader's theme. And I think it's written by the same guy that did. No, it's not John Williams. Hold on. It's not John Williams. Yeah, you're right. Uh, his name is uh, Michael Giacchino. I was going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Michael Giacchino. Well, then I don't know why he stole it. Okay. So That's I don't think I rated to... this one yet. You already gave it. What was okay. it? A three? What was it? Oh, I would give this a a, a 2.9. Wow. Out of, no, that's better than average. Okay, better than average. All right, much better than average because we're at a we're at a we're not going to ten. We're going to five. Um, two point nine out of five. Uh, two point nine out of five pulled punches. All right, uh, I'm going to go higher. Obviously, I'm going to go for the Batman. Uh, let's go. I'm going 3.75 out of five. I know. Fuck it. I'm going four. I'm going to go four out of five broken seawalls, Steve. All right. That is totally fair. All right. All right. Well, I'm, I'm, you know, uh, this isn't a bad thing for you. I'm glad you're not mad at the movie. No. Yeah. Sometimes you get a little mad. I tell you to calm down a little bit. Uh -uh, I'm I'm, I'm perfectly, it's perfectly, it wasn't a, a oh i wasted you know time or anything it's just it was a, a a movie i saw i'm very curious as to if i if i even remember it during next year's noises if i even remember it came out this year interesting that's interesting i'm very curious what people think because i'm not a batman connoisseur i just know what i like in a movie you know what i mean absolutely. so absolutely uh, i'm very because i know we have some some listeners that are huge batman they, they can break that shit down the batman science so i am curious as the days progress what kind of reviews we're going to see online or whatever so i'm looking forward to that but you know what else i'm looking forward to steve this is a lie yes. by the way looking forward to going to work the opposite that of business. that which is what i have to do right now. <laughs> handle that business yeah yeah so steve why don't you take us out man people i love you guys so very much i can't wait to to, to see the the people who uh, wash their hands and who don't. Can't <laughs> wait to read those stories. But before then, I want to tell you guys I love y'all. Peace out. Yeah, what he said, guys. I really do have to go. Uh, thanks for dealing with our uh, tired and migraine babble today. That's Steve Hudson over there. Can you see him? Look how good he looks. I'm Dan Ramirez. Steve, we can call you Omari. What's his name again? Oh, Hardwick. <laughs> Omari Hardwick. I don't see it. Look it up. I'm serious, you guys. Look up Omari Hardwick. Or better yet, watch pieces of her and look at Omari Hardwick and tell me that is not Steve Hudson. Anyway, enough about Steve. My name is Dan Ramirez. We are the heroes of noise. People, be good to yourselves. Be good to the people around you. Peace. Peace. <laughs>